0: Nobody say anything. Wait, silence. I was looking up the number <laughs> 35. It's 36. Six, 36. 36. 36. Yeah. Don't hurt me. We yeah. Don't hurt me, Keith. Uh... This bird. We had two conversations about this and yeah, I still you... got it wrong. Yep. I got it right in the first conversation. Then the second conversation was how I got it wrong. And then we're the going to get a whole year of wrong, podcasts then.
1: soon, guys. It's going to happen. disgusting. Welcome to the Save the Universe podcast, number 36. Five.
2: 12. Go on,
1: go on. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna just gonna let you have this one. It's no, just, I don't come want.
0: Come on, I'm I'm throwing a firebomb into your conversation. No. I'm not supposed. To, I'm not picking up the trash or dumping on the floor. You made this mess. It's your problem I'm now. P- p- those are my dad's cards. A 52 card pickup. You can't just leave them on the floor like that. He's gonna see them and get mad. Someone... So did you guys? see? This me anyway. took so many uh,
1: weird turns, and I don't know where we are anymore.
0: I'm what did we play, longer?
3: Did you guys see me play any of Dauntless last night or no? Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it on September 1st. It's, I guess we'll uh, open with that. It's good. I I don't know. I I was playing it and I want to play more. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but it's kind of one of those where the experience is extremely hampered by the fact that I can't play with you guys. I actually so bought it. Lonely and, said, and
1: alone.
3: Well, it said <laughs> I'd be getting another Founder's it, pack it, that no, I could give it, to a friend. There,
1: I looked at it, it definitely says that it gives you a secondary key for a slayer.
3: Well, Apparently, uh... they misworded it in the original email they'd sent out, so, um, I was bamboozled, but I also, like, don't mind too much, but so I was just offended, the... because I was, I, I was actually ex- uh, excited, I was like, yeah, I'll actually have a friend for this, uh, going
0: into last night, and then you're like, oh, nope. well, I've got the Slayer's
3: package. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so uh, I, I guess the question guess becomes, Wander, which one of us were you gonna pick? Uh, I actually sent one to Keith, um, Okay then. Mm-hmm. I,
3: <laughs> wow, I oh, to watch shit with you constantly. I tried to play Monster Hunter with with Keith in the past. Uh, we, we we got as far with... as
1: like both launching Monster Hunter on the Wii U or something at some point, and then never going <laughs> for some reason didn't go any further. I think I think, we t- I think we were on. I think we were on Teamspeak together when we were trying to figure out how to multiplayer in the game.
3: Yeah, it had some um. weird dumb shit to do with cats and. Maybe not doing the tutorial. Whatever I think it just was, had a it... bunch
1: of really sh- irritating, like mandatory. Do all these things before you can play the real game stuff. So we just never got yeah. past
3: it. Yeah, and that's that years and ago, we just gave up on it. And it's also one of those where Bird, I specifically try to avoid bringing you onto games that might involve, gr- uh, might involve 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 grinding because your uh, your stance on grind in any game is usually straight up negative. So it's like okay, let's. I uh... mean, he, he basically can't.
0: With the yeah. schedule, like he basically just no. just actually can't. Yeah, yeah, that's really it's a self-preservation mechanism. More yeah, than the anything. grinding I mean... will just be the
1: playthrough. <laughs> You'll just be a playthrough of the grind process because that's all because he has to record.
4: It, isn't Dauntless just you get a mission, you fight a creature, you keep fighting a creature, it runs away, you fight the creature I more, mean, you kill it, then you receive boss resources fight from the it? game.
3: The entire point of it is not a story or anything like that. It's just. Here's a large laundry list no. of really cool monsters that you can fight, and here's all the cool shit that you can make with their bones. Go. And that's it. And oh, I've always found it kind of. All the cool because... shit you can make with their bones. It's true. Hey, think uh, about like, if you this ever way, look at that's any like the... monster hunter game, you're just wearing their bones
0: and or their skin.
3: <laughs> that's or like, like the
0: distillation of your favorite parts of any MMO though, right? Like, yeah, you don't have to deal much. with dungeons, you don't have to deal with bullshit. I mean, they're still grinding, but it's like, here's the cool fight, have fun with it.
3: Yeah, like, before the podcast, I was I was trying to describe what Dauntless was to Bird, and my explanation was, it's like the Dark Eater-Meteor fight, except for that's the entire game, and it's not that hard straight off the bat. Hmm. And...
1: That's the thing I'm waiting to see, is whether or not this formula has fights that are interesting.
3: I think they are. That I never um, know.
1: I never know what to look up. But every time I look up a video of Monster Hunter, it looks like a guy's just wailing endlessly on a thing that barely responds to it.
2: <laughs> because yeah, it's just Cannon a giant, Hunter.
1: just like a giant, just just fucking meat sock, just being beaten on by seven Ew. people or something. And it's just yeah, so, and a meter's going down, and it's just like oh, this isn't. This is not I, the Dark Souls I, connection I'm looking for I,
3: necessarily. I, I think it kind of varies because, like, um, I know in the Monster Hunter games, very specifically they do react if you hit them in the face with a, a heavy weapon they will like they can roll away from you and stuff like that i don't think dauntless is there yet um but maybe that's just because i i'm hitting them with a small fast weapons, so i can never like i don't have enough punch <coughs> to actually make that happen um mm-hmm. but what you do have is like the ability to chop off certain things and mm. uh I, the I monsters know, it was aren't... definitely the first fight but i was definitely
1: watching you like just just button mash whale on the flank of an enemy that would, like, very occasionally, once every five seconds, swing its
3: tail a little bit. Yeah, that's that was the nasher, which is most definitely, like, the least interesting of the fights. The The owl is effectively a study in how to dodge, and part of my frustration with the game is, you know, it kind of implies that you should be playing it multiplayer, so I have been, and whenever I, like, queue up with pugs, I'm the one, like more or less pristine health wise and they're all the ones dying and it's just like (laughs) please stop doing that the more you die the less likely are we are to win and like it's just the constant like uh it's the mmo mentality where you're like i'm just gonna run at a thing and i'm just gonna hit it until it's dead and then if i go down somebody can pick me up except for you only get 10 deaths Mm. on a fight before you lose permanently and so like I, i was playing with people and they would just take hits that like i'm just dancing out of the way of and i'm like no um, yeah because you're
1: playing with random strangers you can't even talk to them about what they're doing wrong necessarily unless you really yeah. want to tutor random people you never see again yeah you just got to live with them just yeah I, I never play cooperative games with randoms it's a miserable miserable experience
3: yeah if i play it again tonight i'm probably just going to try and uh, I'm just going to try and go with solo. I was just afraid of solo because some of those monsters are like beefy and some of their hits are like really hard to avoid because sometimes they'll like clip you with a hand and then hit combo you with like two more hits and then you're down. You're like, uh, I don't know if I can do that solo. Um,
0: I remember playing TF2 a, a long time ago and uh, there was this one mission I played through where uh, there was this one guy in the voice chat who wouldn't let anybody else in the team talk if they had a microphone. Like, if you started saying something, he would be like, shut up! And then um, (laughs) he directed... He directed, like, a 24-person team, like, to, like, the one-man level, or, like, the two-man level, and just told them exactly what to do. And we crushed the other side. This was, like, an astounding level of leadership that I've never seen before. And all I remember is that he was talking constantly, and he demanded that if anybody else say anything ever, they immediately mute their microphone. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: So being able to direct randos and people that you never see again um, takes a lot of aggression and requires <laughs> a certain skill set. It requires a lot of aggression.
2: It worked! TF2.
3: I played TF2 on my frat like a couple of times, well, and we had Rana. one guy that was very serious about that. So everybody's response after that was to find the uh, Russian national anthem and play it through our mics <laughs> at him in oh. unison. It was...
0: Yeah, he was la, a kind of la, of la, and he was la, not la. okay with it. It was great. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Of all the mm-hmm. anthems, you go with the one that has the connection to Sean Connery. Very nice.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
3: yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, main issues with it are the UI is,
0: like... Atrocious.
4: And how is it connected to Sean Connery?
0: Uh Hunt for the Red October.
4: Oh, Hunt for Red October.
0: For me, it just boils well, down that- to the
1: usual the question of just how how much is the is the free to play nature gonna break it?
0: It's yeah.
3: cosmetic. From yeah, what I've seen and heard. We'll for see. Now. We'll yeah. see.
1: Just the last yeah. two free to play games we played were just a nightmare. Yeah. one Just works no, change. It's like we, we. This is a system mm-hmm. designed by people who hate fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, so we'll you s- could, you could, uh, you probably have a Slayer key, right, Keith? Yeah. You want to? If you want to play Dauntless, you can. You can pay seventy dollars <laughs> right now and uh, play it. I think it's forty dollars so, for me for the upgrade. I looked into it. It was seventy
3: dollars. Well, no, it's seventy if you want to buy it uh straight out if you already oh, have
0: i have it. it. yeah then mm-hmm. it's only there's an upgrade page you might have missed it i went to the upgrade page and it told me 70 but i might have been yeah I the founder page
1: it. says 99.99 crossed out 40 yep oh and the hero is nine the hero is 70 but that doesn't give you access to uh
0: oh that might have been what i read that's then. the
1: thing that's the middle tier that doesn't give you access to the alpha and that's a 30 dollars mm-hmm. upgrade I don't know why one's 30 and one's 40 considering that the price difference between the two of them is $30, but if for some mm-hmm. reason upgrading from one to the other is only $10.
2: Mhm.
3: Weird.
1: There was I'll... a sale Wait.
3: earlier. I don't know.
1: No, I I guess it just is a yeah. sale because yeah, like upgrading the hero is 70, but you, the slayer mm-hmm. one I have access to is 40 and upgrading if you upgrade from uh slayer to hero you it only costs 30 which is the which is the actual difference between the two but Uh only ten dollars more gives you founder but which is supposed to cost 100 it's like i sounds like a pretend i think they're trying to frame it like a wow what a deal you'd be crazy not to do it but really they're just doing like manipulative pricing to make it look like it's a sale when it's really just like that's probably just the real price
0: like oh this this is down it's ten percent of its like market price of oh, yeah. five
1: thousand dollars. It's only five hundred. <laughs> or when you go into like... a Coles, and every, every time you go to a Coles, every product in the entire store is always on sale. Yeah, yeah. So it's just yep. lying to you. It's so weird. It's just find, a lie. Like, a...
3: It's so weird when you find a product at Coles that isn't on sale, and it's like ridiculously expensive. Like, what did like... this one do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but
4: if if you find some gems on the eighty percent off rack, I mean, getting a shirt for three bucks, a pair of pants for five. That's awesome.
3: This podcast brought to you by Coles.
1: Coles. <laughs> they lie to you via pricing.
4: <laughs> Which makes you me wonder if that's what they're if they have to mark it up by at least fifty percent, does that mean that to create a shirt it's really only like two dollars? Uh
3: makes yeah. Sense. Chinese manufacturing.
4: Yeah, I yeah. know. So if a shirt's like two dollars the 80 percent off rack they have it at four dollars and if normally when it's on the shelf or the rack it's at ten dollars yeah
0: <laughs> i haven't bought clothes for myself in like three years i just did I for the first remember. time I... every... and what are you wearing since moving
2: huh
3: I just, Bird yeah, just lives off of a supply of free shirts given to him by various tech companies and talks. <laughs> <laughs> that was me in college, it worked great. A considerable amount yeah, of my wardrobe I, has uh, been banned shirts and gift shirts.
0: Right now, yeah, I'm wearing mo- I, most of my t-shirts are, ba- are banned t-shirts. I'm wearing a Nightwish t-shirt right now. This is a, uh, uh... There's a story behind this shirt, but it's a really boring one, so I'm not gonna tell it.
3: I'm wearing a Handsome right Furs t-shirt. Metroid shirt. No, Hollow no, Knight shirt.
4: Oh, night. I'm wearing a carbuncle.
3: Yeah, most of my shirts are from Yeetie from AGDQ. Yeah, I have a weird list
1: of variables leading to this shirt, which is that I subscribed to Gamefly. And Gamefly used to give you free songs for some reason. I, they might even mm-hmm. still do it, but I haven't looked at them forever. So you, they would be like, here's five songs from five different indie bands. I'm like, why is this part of the service? I don't understand. It's Gamefly. Uh, one of them was a song I'm confused by handsome furs. And I learned more about the band over time. And then they turned out to be, uh, playing in Sacramento on the second floor of a bar. So I just went and I just got mm-hmm. a shirt and both their albums. I'm like, okay, this weird set of specific variables. I went with a friend who slept through <laughs> the other two bands performances. Cause they were both garbage.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, it's really, it's a weird experience to have the, uh, I guess it's like when you, it's like the idea of meeting a YouTuber or something. It's like we we went to a tiny band concert, so it was just like Mm -hmm. they went on a stage where there wasn't a backstage, so they had to walk through the crowd to get on and off the stage, and you're like, I just bumped into the person that is the band. Weird.
3: (laughs) So, before we move too far away from Dauntless, I just wanted to comment on one last thing from it. So, the reaction to Dauntless has been kind of interesting, Uh because... You know, there are... Uh, I guess, Keith, you had brought up the point that there are actually a lot more, like, Monster Hunter clones out there, but... Um... Oh, yeah.
1: I was I was weirded out by chat being like, wow, the first ever Monster Hunter clone. I'm like, uh, I can think of five right now and I don't even <laughs> yeah. play them. Like, yeah. I, have, I have Soul Sacrifice on my Vita.
3: I think, I guess... uh, for me, there aren't a whole lot of Monster Clo- Hunter clones out there that actually are, like, built around multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. God Eater probably was. Toikoden most definitely was not, and I don't count the handheld ones, because... Like... That was
0: Toikoden. That sounds really to- familiar, because you played it, it. Yeah, that was the one that you we guys...
3: tried playing, and then it turned out the multiplayer was, like, this weird act. It's
0: Yeah, we couldn't get it to work because of the, um... The, uh... The, the multiplayer had, like, oh, the, yeah. the built-in the voice built-in chat, and we had to, yeah, we had to uh... kill it. Because we couldn't get each other to shut up.
1: <laughs> well, that's not really a. that doesn't mean that it's not built for multiplayer, it just means it's not built specifically to be helpful for your recording setup. Yeah,
0: yeah. well,
3: even then, like, you couldn't do campaign multiplayer, you could just do, like, random side missions that's and a couple right. other things. Yeah, and, we couldn't do
0: the, the story it, it, at all. It just
3: wasn't built for what we were trying to do, which sucked. Uh-huh. Um, but, so, Dauntless is at least, you know, kind of trying to do what Monster Hunter World is going to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, before, you know, they even announced Monster Hunter World, so this kind of puts them in a sad position. But it's just fascinating for me specifically, because a lot of people have been looking for, you know, kind of more Monster Hunter games that are a little bit more accessible and not on handhelds or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And the reaction I've seen is mostly positive, but there's a lot of people that are absolutely livid that it's not good enough. Like, the standard is so, like, specific that, like, all of the stuff that I, I'm doing as part of it is, like, offensive to them. Like, it doesn't so have uh They could just like play big, Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. It's like it doesn't have big, explorable worlds that you can, like, run around in. And I'm like, they, I mean, I guess that's true, but we're just here no, for it, the monster fights.
0: Yeah. No, it defeats the entire purpose of the game. It's not called Munter Trap well, Finder and Killer. The interesting thing is, like... It's called Monster, monster Hunter. Hunter.
3: Monster Hunter games are generally actually, like, you go to an area comprised of, like, 13 different little sub-regions, and you have right. to wander around until you can find the uh, creature you're trying to kill. And then you have right, to, like, and chase to it around it. while fighting it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can totally understand why it's in that game, but I don't see why it has to be in this one. Uh, they also actually have really good uh, keyboard and mouse controls, which uh-huh. surprised me and was, I'm super thankful for, because my controller is bugged out. So Still? I couldn't play... Yeah, I it just... It loses connection after about five minutes of play, which is annoying.
4: Even with your new dongle.
3: Uh, It's some. I don't know what the issue what is. Fucking word, actually... Keith.
0: We're children. That's I like that we both immediately giggled. <laughs> the
1: dongle is such guys. a stupid
3: word. It is such it's a, a stupid great people. Stupid world. But
0: that's what they're called.
3: I know. That's what called, right? I know it is, it is but it's still <laughs> stupid. Dongle
1: such a stupid word. <laughs> how, how did <laughs> that get? How that become the popular term? It's like how the um, fucking Vlog Brothers call their description the "Doobly Do." I'm like, what?
3: Stop. But yeah.
4: Oh, are you looking up the origin of dongle?
3: So, Me? yes. A, <laughs> lot dongle. Of, a lot of comments I've seen on stream and otherwise is like, "Stop using keyboard and mouse," and I'm like, it actually works really well. Like, there, there's almost no detraction for using keyboard and mouse, and in fact, the game seems to be made for keyboard and mouse first. Mm, uh... it's
1: a person to person thing there's always those people that are like I played every Dark Souls game with keyboard and mouse and I play Super Meat Boy with keyboard and mouse and I can't do it any other way Like my brother can't use a
3: controller in a video game
1: because he Mm. doesn't understand
3: Somebody also used uh, my Dauntless video as an avenue to attack me for getting them a virus because they couldn't figure out how to download Guild Wars 2 correctly. Wait. What? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I know.
4: So they went to a site other than the official Guild Wars 2 site? I
3: guess so. Listen, they listen, up. you can't fix stupid. They probably wanted stupid. to get a
0: cracked version. You can't. It's free! <laughs> they wanted a cracked like the version that had like all the good shit in it. You know it. It's never more. It you can't... You can't They're, get a it's... cracked version of a subscription service. Yeah, well, you know what? They don't know that. and I'd Probably they an argu- not, because Wander's audience an has all,
1: all these really stupid it. children in it.
3: <laughs> that was one of them. It's, that was the stupidest not... childrenest of them. <laughs> <laughs> the annoying part is I, I'm actually kind of jealous of Keith and the people that will send paragraphs back in response. I Somebody will say something like our, super our, shitty S- to me S- in a like... Our essay conversations we have... <laughs> Yeah, and I will, so like somebody will say something really shitty to me in these comments, and then I'll rebut, and then just abject silence, and I'm like, "Fucking like, I want some kind of discourse here, because otherwise I just look like a combative asshole now." YouTube's making
1: it harder and harder to have conversations nowadays because of how oh, yeah. like, for me the big one is just to like, that my the emails just stopped. I can't get emails for comments yeah. anymore.
0: So I'm that's not useful anymore that, though, because I actually disabled fuck, it. Because... Email spam.
1: <laughs> the email yeah. well, I had emails filtering automatically into a specific comment only folder, so it was uh, fine. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's frustrating that they're gone because now I can't get notified for for comments. And so the only way I can look at comments now is I have one comment tab open for the normal comment dashboard, which is a chronological. For those that don't know, uh, YouTubers can look at all of their comments in chronological order by thread creation date, like a singular singular like Facebook dashboard th- screen, basically. Yeah. Uh, But it sucks because it only shows them by thread creation date, so they don't get bumped for responses. So the Um... other thing I can do is I can look up first... I can try to keep track of responses of conversations I have by having a separate tab open where I have a constant search for Keith Ballard as the thing, because then it shows every single uh, comment that I've responded to because it's searching for my name. But even Uh then, uh that's still chronological by creation date, and I still have to scroll awkwardly this whole page to try to see if a response has happened or not. Like, it's just... As far as I can tell, there's no notification system that you can set up that specifically will res- show you when responses to your comments happen while well, without all- no, simultaneously showing, yeah, and like we can't I do it point... and we can't put it on general mode because we get like hundreds of comments a day. So like we literally always have notifications, and yeah. there's no YouTube doesn't have a useful comment system where you can actually like check them one by one, like an email inbox. So the moment you open it up like once, they all pretty much are like checked. <laughs>
3: and that's it. <laughs> If you mm-hmm. remind me after the podcast, I think I actually know how to get you your uh, emails back if you want them. Everything's um, a mess, and I'm scared. Yeah, I think part of it is most large YouTubers don't really read their comments because it's un- unsustainable to do so. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, when a oh, large yeah. YouTuber says it's they read impossible. all their comments every single
1: time, all the time, they're literally lying to your face. <laughs> it's not yep. possible. In interface the tools, alone does not allow it. The tools don't even exist to know where all the comments are happening all the time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's just not reasonable. Uh, and yeah, no, we can't get the comments back, uh, the emails back, wonder because what what happens? I eventually just dis- dis- disabled them because what, what I was doing is I was getting like five emails a day, mm-hmm. so like it was giving me like a couple of them and ignoring all the other ones, and that's like it's just <laughs> so it was just genuinely broken. So after about a month of only getting like a handful of uh, emails a day, which is just a random grab bag of nonsense and not re- not reliable, I finally just disabled <laughs> it because it just wasn't helping.
2: Like, oh yeah, hey, you got 200 comments.
1: Here's three. <laughs> uh, you, yep. My my most common source of more scrap mechanic is Wanderbot. <laughs> actually, he, he's he the comments only one. On mine too. He's the only one, actually, <laughs> that ever does it.
3: I bird put up his 3,000 subscribers special, and mm-hmm. <laughs> because I can't congratulate people, because I never know what to say, play more scrap mechanic something that was like never on his channel. Yeah, exactly. I was
1: like,
0: all right, let's just, <laughs> let's just go with this.
3: Why not?
4: I remember when we made the carousel. A long,
2: I long time I like that.
0: I like the um the theme scrap park. Mechanic rides. We made the theme park. That was a really fun episode. I I'm, I'm probably going to bring I'm probably going to play a little bit of scrap mechanics solo at some point. I it's still I'm still not ready for it. It's like
4: Making music like, machines are are still like a goal, though.
0: Yeah, I remember it's that like, one
1: time I had fun in Scrap Mechanic.
0: You never had fun in Scrap Mechanic. No. Don't lie to the children. <laughs> no, I never have fun a single time. Oh, you should play. You should play with your old pal Bird. He'll be able to to uh, show you how to have fun in Scrap Mechanic. God, that game's interface. <laughs> you have to fight it. You have to fight it so hard to just you get do an unsorted things. Unsorted list of every block in the game. Ugh. How does it not have tabs? Like um, how? You know, tabs are a tool of the proletariat, <laughs> the bourgeoisie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't have bougie. Tabs. Did you? Re- did you ever read that word as
1: burgoyce for like years as yes. a kid?
0: Yeah, because Orkyoce. I was a child. And I was I thought, like, "What the hell is this word?" Yeah, it's like, used
1: constantly in books, and it be, and I'd pronounce it that way. But the but the only <laughs> thing, the only time I can ever think of it ever being pronounced in any media ever was that one like Madonna song.
4: I always <sighs> thought that it was bourgeois. Yeah,
0: bourgeoisie. Yeah. Well. It's
4: bourgeoisie.
0: Well, bourgeoisie is the plural form. Bourgeois is the like, the adjective form. So if you want to describe oh. something as being like bouge bougie then you say it's like bourgeois but uh when you're referring to the class of people you call it the bourgeoisie uh that's yeah let's see what is it oh yeah
1: it's uh yeah uh music by Muda- by madonna is the only song i've ever seen that uses the word bourgeoisie in anything i, I can uh, see
0: i um, i used to think that hermione's name in the harry potter books was called hermy one hermy one yeah. <laughs> I misread it. I, I, mean, could, I, th- I misread the prefix of the perfects. So when they were talking about like, oh, he's a prefect of the House of Potter or whatever, you know, I was we, like, should do, we, sh- oh, we should do a dramatic
3: We should do a dramatic reading of the Harry Potter books where okay. every pronunciation is designed to make people angry. A terrible no. idea! Oh, <laughs> like, a troll read through oh, instead, no. instead of Severus Snape, it's Severus Snape. Mmm. Severus <laughs> snake. It's like how oh, Bing like is Several sp- Snakes. The, uh,
2: <laughs>
1: the British comedy channel Bing is currently doing uh, a reading through uh mm-hmm. uh Pride and Prejudice Lit edition.
0: <laughs> what are they all drunk ah. while reading Pride
1: and Prejudice? <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's supposed to be like modern as in like lit stuff i still mm-hmm. haven't actually listened to any of them but i just look at the thumbnails and i'm like what the fuck
4: wait modern lit does that mean they tried to transcribe it into sort of a modern no. kind of speech no. pattern no. or no, no. Lit as
0: in let's get lit
4: Never she doesn't she doesn't mind. know I, I don't know those. no she has no, no idea
1: let's see nah. let's see i one of this one says stop talking such jive hubby pride and prejudice lit edition uh Chapters one and
0: two. Wow, people will I, uh, watch anything if you put it on YouTube, huh? Oh wait, yeah. Now, yeah. Miss Bennett gets be able primo to... aggro over
1: some <laughs> new, new neighbor, but Mister Bennett is all like, "Fam, please." But on the DL, goes to see him, and when she she finds out what, uh, she flips bare tables. <laughs> Is the Uh, description of the video? (laughs) Good
2: God!
4: People people could probably only film such videos if they were with works that are beyond the like seventy-plus year. Like they have to be common, like public domain, right? The
1: the pinned comment is "ow" right in my favorite book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how we got here.
4: Of the bourgeoisie. Yeah. And I don't know. Hey, anyone play Hellblade?
1: <laughs> play what? Anyone play Hellblade? Sen Was Sacrifice? I was nope. looking at that one. Is it interesting? It's supposed to be a game about PTSD. Huh. But I still haven't played it. I, mean, I haven't played it either. Apparently, it was under that. fire played... for a little while because they found out there was a, supposed to be a mechanic where if you die too many times, it deletes your save. But apparently, mm. but it's apparently not like, but it's not like a Dark Souls type game where like there really isn't that much risk of dying anyway. So it's kind of just like a more of a metaphor thing than an actual thing you'll encounter. And then eventually it came out that people seem to be saying that there actually just isn't actually that death mechanic in the first place, and it was a lie.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it that, looks um... so that maybe was, just to incite. That fear. was the
1: controversy cycle of this game at one point, huh? But uh, some people are very psyched about it. I still haven't gotten around to it because every game comes out every fucking two days. (laughs) But it's from the people that made Heavenly Sword, Enslaved Odyssey of the West, and DMC Devil May Cry. So it's that company, that Mm. like double-A company that keeps making interesting games in Ninja Theory.
4: But, wait, so Enslaved. We did play through Enslaved and we thought the ending was really weird. It didn't record right though, so we never released it, did we? Do
3: you ever release any of the series? Uh, Every single cutscene was... Whenever anybody would talk, so I gave up on it. What a weird problem. Yeah, so like literally all of the gameplay was fine. Any like in game dialogue was fine, but the moment a cutscene would happen, it would just shit itself so hard. Were you playing it on PC? Yeah.
1: Okay. I have it on 360, so if I ever play it, I'll just play that copy. And that'll probably fix that problem. Yeah, I've, had, I've had it just sitting there. I have I have DMC and Enslave just sitting on a shelf waiting to be played well, They I still haven't played.
3: If you do, send me the cutscenes and I'll just use them. <laughs> and, and I'll put my playthrough up. Put them up. into yeah. your videos.
1: Do you still have all the footage?
3: I, yeah. When you it? I don't it? delete... I, uh... Oh, it
4: was like a year or two ago.
3: It was the summer of twenty fifteen. I want so I was waiting to find out like it's ago. from
1: th- three and a half years ago and you'll like you'll fix it and put all the cutscenes in, but it'll be like unrecognizable as far as content <laughs> goes that it's even from you and your audience would be like, who is this other person? <laughs> well this is from this three is years back ago.
3: Still, this is back when I was still using DX Story and my Yeti, oh, so god. I'm gonna sound different. Oh god. Yeah. And this is a too. Yeah, so, we're so this sound was weird. this was the first time she had come to visit after we'd uh separated for
4: we didn't separate. Mm-hmm. You don't well, call it separation. Yeah, it is. That's you
3: definitely moved... not the way to yeah. describe it. You we moved were back living to your in different states. And I moved yeah. back to my parents' yeah.
2: house.
3: When we succumb to crippling poorness.
1: Like that was that was a funny <laughs> thing that happened when we uh, you started uploading some of the uh Dark Souls three co-op stuff again, is that you were mm-hmm. like everyone was like, Why does everyone sound weird? And you were like, Oh, uh Bird fucks up the recordings and teams uh, so and uh bird uh, Keith probably had to, like, edit in the TeamSpeak audio. I'm like, I'm like, no, uh, that's just what we used to sound like. That was just yeah, our actual new... microphones because none of us were using AT2020s yet.
0: Yeah, we're all yeah. New- using the good shit. I was So using a... we all Do sound you... like real people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what you had, but I know that uh, Wander had a Yeti and I had a Snowball at the time of recording our Dark Souls 3 playthroughs. I had the...
0: a um, M-Audio, which is, like, kind of slightly yeah. better than a Snowball, but way worse than a Yeti. So
1: I think our audio is just going to like magic. Oh yeah, because when I get to the DLC videos, our our audio is just going to oh, magically gonna change quality in that series. Because <laughs> yeah. there, yeah, be there was a big a big time gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we waited, sad, we waited for I both have... to be out.
4: Uh, yeah, all of all the footage that we do together is with the the good microphones. But whenever I do solo stuff on my own, it's going to be with the Yeti. So I'm like, mm.
3: yeah, <laughs> I, I can't figure out how to plug in the. Uh, I can't figure you, out yeah. how to share my microphone setup with anybody else because it's like rat's nest cables
4: well you plug <laughs> into some kind of like box haven't you well it's yeah some kind of weird we
3: don't eye. have like an xlr setup anyway
4: mm-hmm. so it's much easier just to have a plug-in usb microphone mm-hmm.
1: the complexity arises so fast when it, when you start recording with other people Yes. It's bad yes. enough it when does. you're doing it over the internet because you have to set up like voice meter type stuff to figure out all the audio channels, but it's still pretty, it's like significantly harder when you're sitting in, in the same room on an right. audio mixer and everything just starts falling apart.
0: We've had, yeah, at s- least I've had so many you... failed
1: recordings with Andrew that it's just not mm-hmm. even funny anymore.
0: At least when you do a, uh, do test recordings, god At least when the you do of stuff over, over the internet. number of problems cannot <laughs> be tested for sometimes. At least when you do it over the internet, you can, like, shove everybody into one single audio track and then uh, balance it. And it's all digital, so it's up to the other person that's sending the signal to make sure that their shit's set up correctly. So collaborating over the internet is, like, actually pretty straightforward, assuming, A, you have a good TeamSpeak server that has a good latency, and B, um, most of the TeamSpeak server is really what does it. You're just, adding uh, does, more you stops. Be... You're just adding more steps on top of the normal
1: solo stuff is the main difference.
0: Effectively, yeah. When you are playing with other people, like uh you you have to physically have like a separate microphone for them. And yeah. that's like difficult enough.
1: And you have to figure out how to balance them and then how to do how to post process right. the audio because no two people ever sound like they're the same volume ever. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> forever. Like yeah. we, had a, we had a session where we had uh we recorded like two hours of ukulele to find out that there were encoding errors where the whole video was fucking up. Then to only try to fix that problem, then start a new recording session where the second recording session one of our XLR cables just died midway through and no one knew. Like that kind of uh. shit just going wrong. Where it's like, come on, we've we've been here all day, and a everything's just everything's just kaput. Like we just get nope. nothing out of the experience. Kaput. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> Poopy. That's not funny. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I'm offended. How dare you? I That's beat I beat funny. Sundered
0: Wander. Yay! Oh, mm. we're gonna talk about Sundered again. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> ah, that last zone is not good. Uh, here
3: we go. uh, yeah, yeah, you mean the third area or the like? The third area, lead up to the last boss. Yeah, yeah it was the entire Chocolate. zone
1: is full of instant death traps that make you reload the entire. Like you do, the, like the one minute loading time. That's way too long for a two D yep. side scroller, and then you have to re explore the whole place again, only to maybe fall off the same spot again because it's like weirdly hardcore platforming with with a, a perma death, like a semi perma death system that throws you back. It's not permanent at all, but it, it re it re-randomizes the map again every single time, and it's just a nightmare.
3: Yeah, one of them. I a didn't gauntlet have that worth... problem as much. Oh, you know what? You went, uh, you went resist, didn't you? Yeah. I so... have none
1: of your mobility tricks that you apparently had. Yeah.
3: So I had like slow fall that I could actually use to climb walls freely. Nope. I eventually became Spider Man. Wait,
2: did
4: Wander succumb to the? Like... Oh yeah, I oh, yeah. Full...
3: I went full Eldritch, like, horror person. It was great. The uh, last um, boss How many tentacles okay, did you gain? He had a lot of tentacles. Uh, he could turn yeah, a into, like, a, 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 a
1: silhouette gargoyle. <laughs> yeah. No, like oh, I had no mobility tricks of any real kind, and the game was obliterating me. And, like, what really was brutal in particular is that, like, in two of the zones... uh Was it one of them has those weird, like, tentacle thorn briar monsters that sit still, but they shoot a billion, like, thorn tentacles out and just fill the screen with damage? And, like, wreck me, too. And, like, the, the thorn tentacle knocks you back in addition to doing damage. And one of them can send out, like, five of them. But when you get into the gauntlet area that they're in, that zone is like, hey, you want 30 of these enemies at once? So at some point, the entire screen is just covered in damage. And you're like, I don't know what the game wants of me, I don't know what it wants. Like, you can't <laughs> fight them all because the it's da- the, 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 so damaging and the screen's so covered in damage that you cannot fight back. And they also respawn almost instantly, so you're just fucked. But you can't run past them because they're vertically above you and they just knock you back down because your character can't go up fast. You can only jump back and forth over and over again. And that's all your only mobility is to, for climbing up mm-hmm. a chute. And they'll just knock you back down. So, like, it actually feels basically unplayable and you just have to get lucky. Whereas, yeah, if you do the embrace path, you just have tricks that let you get past that kind of stuff. But I did not at all. So it was a nightmare. And then the other one is there's a whole area that's full of the flying tentacles, octopus monsters that have like heat vision. But like they shoot Mm. a giant super mega flamethrower that covers up like a fifth of the screen just from one attack. And the game's like, hey, you want 20 of those ones now? And it's like the screen is just fire. I yeah. can't find my character on the screen. <laughs> it was genuinely an issue where, like, oh, where's my character on the screen? Oh, he's falling to his death. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't even know that was where I was. <laughs> like, there's a lot of issues was, of like screen shake and obf- obfuscation of visuals where you just can't tell where you are in the game and what and how to do things.
3: It was a neat game made by some cool designers from like a, a conceptual standpoint, marred by actual like terrible design.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm looking at your final boss fight, which is quite different from mine.
3: Yeah, I I really appreciated the that final boss. Like at first, I was like, "This is kind of suck bad." How would you do this with uh? How would you do do this as like a a well a resist player? And then I looked it up. And I'm like, it's oh, a completely so different how fight. Did, how yeah. did
4: the endings differ aside from the boss battle itself? Was um, there
1: among other things? I I straight up lose my weapon. As a resist character, during the final boss fight, you fight against the <laughs> run. So your weapon becomes the boss, which means you don't have a melee attack.
0: Okay. Oh, so, so then you I'm had like to cannon fighting? Yeah, so
1: then I was like, I guess I better do a cannon build for this playthrough. So I put the the bullet respawner and the massive mm. bonus damage cannon effects and stuff like that. And uh and I just shot the boss to death, which involved mm. a lot of carefully like finding platforms that you could I had, to, I had to get down to a science the ability to go to the top left the top corner platform that was in the room drop through it and then press Y at the exact time that they would while I was falling the cannon would shot would come out of me where it would hit the weak spot of the boss so so, there was some finagling so on involved on a scale of one to supremely tedious how was that it was fine it's nowhere near as oh. bad as the actual levels full of hordes that were like a nightmare the bosses were the best part hmm. of the game the real bosses oh, absolutely. the, well, I was the, real, like, well, the mini did... bosses were a bummer
4: how did the epilogues change? Like, did Wander's no character epilogue. turn into a vile yeah, monster? the interesting or did your point is, well, like, yeah, find I, their way to freedom. I,
3: my character did turn into a vile monster. You're correct about that. Okay. Um, the interesting thing though is, there's no epilogue. Not really. It's just like it just shows you a shortcut scene. unless you went with the neutral path, at which point it gave you a proper epilogue where your character is like standing out in the desert again, and she's like. You know, kind of like, oof! I'm finally done. And then her sword starts talking to her, and she's like, what the fuck? And then it ends, and <laughs> that's it. And it's like, wait, that's the one that gets the epilogue? The one that doesn't require all the extra steps? <laughs>
1: I, was, I was mildly offended about that. Mine doesn't... You you get an ending. I don't even get an ending. Yeah, your character just kind of stops there. It's like, well, guess I'm done. What happens is you defeat the boss, and a big vortex kind of explodes with the boss being defeated. And then it just says, Sundered, and it shows credits.
2: <laughs> oh, and it's like, that's the dang. ending.
1: There's no, like, cutscene, really. It's just the exploding boss, and then that's the end of the fight. It's,
0: uh... That's it. I feel like flashing the title of the game is such a trendy thing to do these days. It's like... Title screen, like, I boah, not I think it would
3: work if the uh, the title screen somehow like carried a revelation with it, like if you flash the title screen
0: at the very end, it's like oh, that's, that's the why game I'm playing. Yeah, I think
4: it's a carryover from how television series were developed back in the day. You know, you have your intro, your theme song, and then bam, the title, and then I guess, more theme but, song. And but this has like, been around after. for a while, this so
0: video games should, you know. If they were going to steal stuff from TV, if, uh, you know, mm-hmm. why is it new? <laughs> oh, I forgot the point I was going to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you wanted it to be, you want it to be a dramatic revel- revelation. So it would, um, it would like, boom, title screen, Sundered, right after somebody becomes, um, thundered. Thundered. What does mm-hmm. thundered mean?
4: To be torn <laughs> apart.
0: Oh, Okay. Um, like sundered armor or torn split asunder. asunder, yeah. Sundered yeah, is kind bird. of one of those words that I always like. I know and it's in my vocabulary and I never mm-hmm. knew what it meant. Kind of like Agamemnon,
1: but you will just say it or, sometimes. Agamemnon just was, just a was a puzzle
0: though.
1: So you would just you would just use the word sundered without knowing what it meant and just throw it around yes. and just yeah, see if anyone ca- in my see mind, if anyone catches
0: just you like. No, in my mind, Sundered meant vaguely something like destroyed. So I was like, ah, that's been Sundered. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what it actually meant. It was just, it was like, specifically. It's just like, uh, eh, it's a synonym, some sort of, you know, used in the context of something being blown up. And, <laughs> you know, but not blown up, but, you know, blown up with a sword.
4: <laughs> what? Being blown up with a sword.
0: A blow-up uh, sword? Like at a convention? I've been, oh. No. No. I enjoy um, rattling my thoughts on to the point where Keith is completely lost. It (laughs) happens. It's very easy. It is very easy. It helps to be completely insane. So,
3: topic change. (laughs) Keith, you wanted to bring up... uh... I mean, seeing as you had that big long rant about the immortal Iron Fist... You want to talk about the defenders for a bit? Take us wildly off track.
2: Oh, yeah. so here we part go.
1: <laughs> I made a, I had a rant about the Immortal Iron Fist.
3: Yeah, I remember I was playing Warframe and you were uh very mm-hmm. vehement against the Immortal Iron Fist for being
4: Well, I thought you just it was
3: really poorly written. Bad? We haven't played Warframe Frame? No, I was playing Warframe while doing the podcast. Oh.
1: I have <laughs> memories like, of, like, running I was like, the <laughs> timeline with us doing Warframe and Immortal Fist even
3: being a show that's out doesn't line up.
1: <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm yeah. just, I mean, I'm I, just
3: using it as, like,
1: context for how I remember this. Iron Fist was just a boring show that was made too fast and wasn't prepared properly. Like, people didn't the characters didn't train properly to know what they knew how to like, the performances for all the everything was just bad. Like they, they just like, here's the routine <laughs> 10 minutes before the scene. Good luck. Like it was the why, opposite. What was it was your the problem with thing. It was bad. <laughs> uh, like it, it's like, why was well, it bad? It,
0: Cause it was terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like iron fist was like the opposite of the matrix where like in the matrix, yeah. they like, you know, what's easier than teaching. uh You know, what's easier than teaching a martial arts, how to act, teaching an actor, martial arts. There we go. We'll teach Canada. Yeah. martial arts. And then he'll do the movie. Uh, they basically didn't teach the protagonist martial arts, and they the, the actor just, like, did a little bit of practice before each scene to try to sort of set it up, and, like, it's all, all the fights oh. are super awkward and unconvincing, and all. but also, like, the Immortal Fist character, Iron Fist is what he's called. Shit, I'm like, you got he infected me with the Immortal Fist. Uh, well,
3: he's the Immortal Iron Fist. They like, don't that's call the him that, title. shush. Shush. Funny. That actually, Can't hear me. that really amuses me. Do you think uh, if it
4: was like way, way back in the day, they would have gotten, wasn't, wasn't Norris a martial arts master?
3: Sort of. Chuck
1: Norris? He's never been an actor, though. He always sucked. Yeah, he was a martial artist through and through.
2: Yeah. He, like he's if, like, would um... he have
4: played the role of given the option like way, 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 way back in the day?
2: I mean, I don't
1: know.
0: I can call up Chuck Norris and figure it out for you. I mean, people like, like to work.
4: <laughs> no, that's true. I'm just wondering if there was uh, an equivalent that could have been found today. Like, couldn't they have recruited someone?
3: <laughs> Steven Seagal. There you go. Ugh, oh. He's so bad, and all of his movies are bad. <laughs> his movies are no. horrid. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. Ugh. Is he a martial artist? No. Well We need to watch the Steven Seagal movie, maybe. What, oh, what has God. he been in? He's We could watch
1: that movie where Steven Seagal and was it is it Sean Austin or something are both going into a prison to stop the fact that the prison's having problems. Like they're having like a <laughs> right like the like the prisoners have broken out or whatever and they're like and there's like a hostage situation or something they're both going mm-hmm. in and what's amazing is that they'll be in the same scene together and the camera mm-hmm. will be cutting back and forth between them because and they'll never be in the in the shot together and throughout the mm-hmm. entire movie they're never in the same room as each other like breaking in from two different pa- paths and stuff Wasn't and that it's, I'm they I'm convinced the actors separately? never saw each other while the movie was being made
4: I thought that that was what happened. That they I think couldn't that movie just it. pretends
1: that they're in the same room by sh- cutting <laughs> to them from across the room sometimes. like I think they're, the two lead actors of the entire film never were in the same room together because it was such a cheaply made garbage movie. <laughs> but they couldn't schedule movie both was this? of them. Oh, God. It might have been like Containment Breach or something. I don't know. I just want to like remember...
2: see a
4: picture of the guy. He makes like act, 100 so movies a year, so like you can't
3: keep track. Yeah, I can get you a picture of Steven Seagal in a bit.
4: And I think I've always heard it in my head as Seagal. But...
3: Maximum con- Steven
0: Seagal. <laughs> <I> forgot how <laughs> yeah. stupid
3: his name is! It's a, it's, it's called
1: Maximum Conviction. <laughs> That's the name of the movie.
2: Oh,
1: uh, that I don't, guy. You know
0: he. I, it's my, Steve my Austin Steven, and Steven Seagal, so they're even both uh, Steves.
2: No,
1: <laughs> dude,
0: my favorite Steven Seagal thing is like he he made a uh, he had a tv show a reality tv show where he would uh, put people under citizens arrest oh Oh, if you remember it's called steven seagal lawman and he was made an honorary uh... deputy of like a a place in louisiana and he would just go around and like arrest people did we ever
3: have the conversation about steven seagal's uh the first like little mini paragraph of steven seagal's imdb profile
1: I'm pretty yep. sure we've had an entire podcast tangent about Steven Seagal before. I'm going to post. I'm looking I'm at this Maximum Conviction anyway. uh, IMDB page. And I'm like, we've done. we've, I've looked at this during a podcast before.
3: Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Striking
1: and somewhat boyishly handsome. You've talked about this during a podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty he's sure.
3: I just need to handsome. remind people that that exists periodically. Because like, yeah. holy shit, how out of touch his, can you be? Because IMDB says that he's boyishly <laughs> handsome.
2: Oh God! I mean, have a, you looked at him? He with looks a like
0: ponytail. a little boy. Uh, yeah, often with the ponytail, yes. When,
1: what part? How are any of these images boyish? Even the old ones from like the '90s that he was in. Uh,
3: he just has a huge job. They
1: misspelled Joey. <laughs> Do- oh, <yo>. no. <laughs> oh, no. That's really mean.
0: Oh, man. Was that, was that
1: from chat? <laughs> or is that
0: Wonder no, being terrible? That's, that's me being an awful person. <laughs> because That's him because being it is pretty a, terrible.
3: A, a I was just looking at pictures of him eating a carrot. I'm like, that class. man should probably oh go, uh... That's
1: uh, anyway. mean. You're mean.
0: I, I wonder be. what Steven Seagal's best person movie is. Best rated movie tri- on Is that a trick question? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Seems like a Thank tricky question. Asking.
1: It is. What was the question? How do, you, how do you even find out the highest rated movie? You'd have to check them all, wouldn't they? I got time. Is is Rotten Tomatoes being like, DDoS right now? I couldn't look up. I couldn't look That's... up Steven Seagal on Rotten
0: Tomatoes, which is easier than trying to check the IMDb pages. <laughs> even <laughs> though it's not the same thing. I just looked up the latest thing. Steven Seagal movie that has a rating on IMDb. Three point eight. Oh my god. That... That's, that's bad.
1: Uh, oh. I want to point out that when you look at maximum conviction, it's like people on IMDb, it's a 4.9. and It's like people who like this also like this movie, Force of Execution. Really? Who names these? It's a 4.6 <laughs> 4. and it has Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal and Burst, Danny Trejo. Dude.
0: He's the producer for all of these movies.
1: These names aren't okay. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> they're, They don't even try to name these movies has a, re- a movie called Mercenary Absolution 4.
4: He just constantly <laughs> plays a hitman or a bodyguard or a
0: yeah, exactly. bruiser, doesn't he? Born to raise hell. Driven yeah, to kill. Yeah, I was just looking at Born to Raise Hell. He was the producer for that one as well.
2: <laughs> uh... A hardcore
0: <laughs> Interpol agent is assigned to an Eastern European task force to target gun trafficking and dope running through the Balkans. It's While interesting. getting a Russian gun dealer, his... Team has gotten a bloody street war between a gypsy gang and the Russians, <laughs> leaving one task force member dead. It's, wow, it's, it's interesting. So like the worst cops. It's interesting
1: to know that there's an actor who's made an entire career out of being the discount DVD at a gas station. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. It's just, when you're on one of those long drives through the desert, you get to those gas stations that start showing D- they start having DVD shelves everywhere, and those uh-huh. that's where the Steven Seagal movies live. <laughs> It's yeah. just Steven Seagal and all of the Marvel movies.
2: <laughs>
1: and the difference is that the Marvel movies are new. <laughs> the Steven Seagal movies have just been waiting, <laughs> lying in a wait on that shelf forever.
0: Because <laughs> one day, a just maybe. probably saw the box full of maybe. Steven Seagal VHS tapes in the back that they haven't thrown out yet, so. VHS there you tapes. Go. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Uh, Jesus.
0: Wow, we got interesting. Off to our topic, too.
4: Yeah, recently I decided to go back and watch all of the old horror films that I never got around to. Like uh Nightmare on Elm Street and Hellraiser and a number of those fun things. Oh, I think I finally saw the entirety of Scream as well. I'd only ever seen snippets of it on TV.
1: Did you understand it?
4: Yes. I just yeah, I, I, I
1: don't I don't know if Shell understands irony or not. I have to check. No. Like,
4: I mean, it. I understand, like, what they were doing with, like, the boyfriend and his friend and everything. And it was just, it was, you just couldn't help but laugh at it. Which is probably why they made that scary movie the way it was. I mean, it was sort of based off of it, right? What are you raising your hands for?
3: I I've only ever seen a scary movie.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it's just uh. interesting. Your only context for knowing Scream is by seeing... Scary movie or I mean I'd only ever seen the very beginning with Drew Barrymore. Um the people
0: that made a lot of the scary movie movies were the same people that also brought us airplane. That's like the secret
1: that's the secret thing that's kind of dumb about scary movie is that it's like it's parodying a movie that is a parody of horror game movies already. Like scream is a parody of horror movies that's the point point. Yes. and they're doing a parody yes. of that i'm like what, what you don't did you not get it
2: <laughs> also the uh, highest no, rated did
1: not the highest rated rotten tomatoes movie of all time for steven seagal everything he's ever produced directed or acted in is under siege with a 76 that's his high water mark followed by machete at 72 that's to be fair there's a lot of no score here <laughs> he has a long career of just people just not reviewing his movies and just not bothering <laughs> well, well, I mean to mm-hmm. to review the movie you have to watch it. So there's a real movie called Agency of Vengeance Dark Rising Dark Rising 2 Summer Strikes Back
0: Summer Strikes Back? Yep. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. The season can't punch you. I don't know what words mean
3: so well, Steven Seagal
0: topic- plays a guy named Summer <laughs> Summer knows what you did last summer <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Yes. So we we're it's just talking about the problem yeah.
4: is if we start talking about the Marvel universe on their Netflix series, isn't that gonna get out of hand too? Like the other one?
0: If you talk about Marvel, There's I none. will peace out because the last Marvel movie I've seen was Iron Man.
1: There's nowhere near as, as much Netflix Marvel as there is movie Marvel though, because the new Mar like two or three Marvel movies come out every year. So it's just yeah. like multiplying yeah. what how much crap is going on in their universe. Whereas I didn't uh,
0: see Suicide Squad. That was a pretty good Marvel oh movie. Oh, God.
1: Uh... Uh... But all of Netflix is just four... Mar- it's, all of Netflix combined is four different Marvel shows that combine into one Defenders. It's just Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil. Of which... Oh, so... And of those four, people knew who one of them was before they started coming out. That's, okay, that's so probably because of Ben Affleck. Have they yeah.
4: ceased the other series then? And What
1: other
3: series?
4: Wait... Well, what were we talking about? Were we talking about Suicide Squad, or were we talking about the Defenders?
3: Well, we were talking. Uh, we nothing. almost kind of, sort of, not really talking about. Because you guys were talking about, about Ben defenders.
4: Affleck, so I'm like, wait, but he. Wander asked he's me about GC-
3: Defenders
1: stuff, and then in the pro- before I could even get anywhere into it, we everything deflected as hard as possible away from it. Is basically what happened. Yeah. Right. Cause, and so we right. basically so what, never talked about it.
4: So What you're saying is the Defenders has. Luke Cage, Daredevil, and a couple of the other uh, characters. So they, they, that they made have one season
1: for four different uh, Marvel characters on Netflix, and they right. made they actually made two seasons of Daredevil. So it's the exact same formula as the movies, where they made two Iron Man movies, but one of everybody else before the, the Avengers movies. Uh, oh. The Avengers movie came out. Uh, now they're doing a Defenders, which is literally like New York version of the Avengers, and it's just those four. Sh- it's just a scenario that brings those four characters together for a season. And man the pacing's fucked. It's so uh, bad. Like I have I've only watched 2 episodes so far, so I can't re- I talk about the quality of the show, but the first 2 episodes is nothing. It's just nothing. Like I and uh, this is the problem I talked about with Wander and you about the idea of like what was going to happen when they get around to making Infinity War when they have all oh. the, the, this ridiculous cast, like how do you juggle all those characters? And Mm -hmm. the the defenders' answer is that they don't. (laughs) So the first episode is an hour long, and it's basically just 15 minutes dedicated to each of the four characters, one by one, just kind of just reestablishing the status quo that you already know from watching the shows they're from.
2: Let's Mm -hmm.
4: briefly reintroduce them to the audience. Yeah, it's like a total waste of time.
1: It's like, by the way, Daredevil's a lawyer, but also a Catholic jessica jones is this (laughs) private investigator and an alcoholic that doesn't like people like it's just like recapping their characters (laughs) and wasting your time aside from (laughs) aside from maybe five minutes of establishing that sigourney weaver plays the villain this season and that's it Mm. for a whole hour i'm just like holy shit nothing is happening and then the second the second episode i'm just like somebody get into legal trouble so daredevil can do something Somebody just, <laughs> somebody get in trouble because I know what's going to happen. Someone's going to get in trouble. They're going to be in the interrogation room because they're always in the same interrogation room with the same police officers in every movie. And then the lawyer comes in and's like, don't say anything, but it's going to be Daredevil because that's why he's a lawyer, is how you get them together. Somebody do something wrong, and I'm just waiting for like an hour. And then, literally, the Didn't last happen. shot of the second episode is Daredevil Devil being like, "Don't say anything." Like, I'm Jessica Jones walking in, like, to be your lawyer. And I'm like, "Finally, the show can start after two hours." <laughs> it's like, you know that, you, you know that, like, you know that Avengers and Civil War were like over by now, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're only like two and a half hour movies. Why did it take two hours to do the basic setup with only four characters? They only have four heroes. Why did this take two hours? The pacing's fucked. I might like the show eventually when I finish it, but, like, these first two episodes are a nightmare where nothing happens for two hours.
4: And sometimes that's the all, like, the time that viewers will actually give a, a series before they're like, maybe I don't want to watch it. Like, the pilots I'm, are supposed to be hooks.
1: I'm a Walking Dead audience member saying that this show has pacing problems.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a disaster. Wow. But we'll see. We'll see if it gets better over time. I, I just want to see more Jessica Jones, so that's enough for me. So I'll just keep watching. I recommend that season. If you guys like David Tennant, you should watch Jessica <laughs> Jones. Is he no, right
3: cuz he was David Tennant ceased... was the 10th
1: Doctor on Doctor Who and he's a really right. just an, an amusing actor and he plays the purple man in Jessica Jones, which is a a, <laughs> a villain that can just tell people to do stuff and they'll do it. And he, so he's um, a total like entitled piece of shit that has no value assigned to like human life, and like he will just do horrible things. Like he, like like he he he'll just walk into somebody's house and just become a member of the family and just order people to do whatever he feels like. And like if the kids annoy him, he'll just order them to go stand in the closet and he'll just maybe forget to ever tell them to come back out, and they'll just stand yeah. there until somebody finds them, basically, and like stuff like that. Like he's a terrible human being. And uh, it's a really fun counter for a character because Jessica Jones is a private investigator where her only power is super strength and that's it. Like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't have, like, a big long list of flashy powers. She's basically just going around and investigating things. And her counter is a villain that can just tell people to do stuff, including her. So, like, it's it's an enemy that completely disarms her abilities entirely in just Mm -hmm. season one.
4: Well... I, what are the, like the limitations of that ability? If he's not concentrating on that person, I any- you just said so that he could so forget that, that's, someone's that's there. What the,
1: that's what the show is about: so... is that they have such a problematic uh, villain to deal with that they have to like analyze all the vectors of like how his power works and what, and figure out if it has limitations because otherwise, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you stop? That sounds that? like it'd be really interesting. It's a really good. I I had so much fun with Jessica Jones. Mm -hmm. That was a really good season. And so was one and a half seasons of Daredevil. First season. (laughs) The first season has Kingpin played by, what's his name? The best, one of the best actors ever. Uh, Daredevil, uh, Kingpin. um, Steven Seagal. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Vincent (laughs) D'Onofrio plays Kingpin. Yeah. Which is like a fantastic (laughs) choice. And then in season two, uh, John Bernthal plays the Punisher. Oh. like it's a ridiculous but... cast but then the second half of season two makes the mistake of remembering electra exists and she's a terrible character in all incarnations as far <laughs> as i can tell so the whole second season is garbage the second half of the second season
4: is kingpin still like a very large corpulent kind of guy or did yeah. they make him do they okay no,
1: he's a big guy and vincent D'Ofre is a big person too it's not he's not cartoonish sized because like kingpin has impossible body proportions in the cartoon versions, he's got like tiny little legs. But like Vincent D'Onofrio is the guy that played the Sugar Water Alien in Men in Black, and the like. This is sugar my rifle water. guy that kills himself in a in a Apocalypse Now.
0: Mm. Oh right, he was sort uh pile, I, sugar water. Uh, the pile you're thinking of um not Apocalypse Now. You're thinking of the other movie. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry, yeah. I was I was thinking of um. What the hell's is it called? Oh, There's so many jacket. movies about Full Metal Jacket as the. Yeah, line I file. like the
3: picture. Yep. It it's just so easy to so it, like, many. It's Vietnam not hard movies. to look like kingpin vaguely.
0: <laughs> just get a broad <laughs> I mean, bald character or actor. You, you need to be broad, but I mean, who's got the proportions of where their pelvis is like seven times wider than their head? <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's I just one. thought that he was supposed to be obese.
0: Nah, he's supposed to be like a bouncer. Who actually is it? Oh my god, I've actually seen a guy that looks like Kingpin in real life. He was uh, one of my friend's brothers. Uh, well, he was one of my brother's friends. And uh, he like had the exact same proportions as Kingpin, and I've never seen a dude like that. I'm a pretty tall guy, and he had like 9 inches of like height on top of me. And he worked as a bouncer. And his hands were like Andre the Giant hands. It was <laughs> it was absurd. I, the first time I saw him, I was like, "Holy shit! Is this person a real human being?" <laughs> but yeah, like he basically like he he moonlit as a bouncer, and he said that the entire time that he's been a bouncer, he's never gotten into a fight because everyone is scared shitless of him, and they never start any trouble because they look at him and they're like, "Ah, oh, never mind. I'm out." <laughs> How tall My mm-hmm. I? I am 6'2". So this person was, like, 7 feet tall?
1: About, yeah. Jesus. My he... brother's, like, 6'6"? Six, six? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. about it. And he And he gets health problems already for being tall.
0: I don't think this guy had health problems because he was extremely active because of his bouncer job. So he said, like, he was at the gym and running constantly because he wanted to be even more intimidating i just hear horror
1: stories all the time like my brother gets hospitalized periodically and like a friend of mine uh from college was like six six also and like he like he's like oh yeah my uh my my lung just sort of collapsed because i'm too tall i'm like oh great what huh (laughs) that's that's horrifying
4: i most of what i'd heard had been either like joint or heart issues with like hypertension and organ failure and other things
0: well, but... if you're really tall, you can get um, Marfan syndrome, which like basically means that your secondary tissues in your entire body are really weak, which mm-hmm. impacts your eyes, it impacts your heart, it impacts your tendons, and joints, and stuff like that. It's uh, what Abraham Lincoln had. Yeah,
1: there's there's mm-hmm. a reason why hum- the human race is a bell curve instead of like a leaderboard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's, there's no real
1: reason to strive to keep going further in certain numbers like it's just going to actually be a bad thing for you
2: hmm. so um,
3: as seeing Is everybody but here uh, wears glasses or everybody but shell here wears glasses somebody had asked about this so my audience I'm streaming my face cam for once and they've Notice that my glasses are permanently off kilter. Do you guys ever have to deal with that, or now?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. When I had wire glasses, they had that problem, so I got tired of using wire glasses as a result. Mm.
3: I use thick frames have...
1: for that purpose because they always are shaped the same
3: way. I have mostly wire glasses i guess they're i mean a little bit thicker on the sides because i want them yeah. to not just snap on me but so um because
1: right. if you if you ever bend any part of them in any way like that's just a problem you can never yep. quite unbend un- yeah, yeah, it correctly yep.
3: it just stays there well so i have uh astigmatism and oh, yeah. so i've always favored my left eye and mm-hmm. so i've actually noticed that every single pair of glasses no matter if it's like hard frame or not slowly shifts so that my my left eye is favored over my right because they're slightly like up and downy ish uh i don't know but uh so i it just always amuses me when people like point that out and i uh, like it's i don't see your ears talk, you know well yeah that too but i i don't talk to other glasses <laughs> wearers. So i actually was super curious I don't just, like, talk to other glasses <laughs> there can only be one how, the highlighter how often <laughs> do you actually like talk to people about your glasses in any like substantive fashion? Don't
0: you guys? This have is glasses? the first time I ever. You? I think yeah,
3: there aren't like glasses conversations, but I'm surrounded by people
1: that wear glasses.
0: I don't. I I wear glasses. My, my brother and my mom wear glasses.
1: One of my roommates wears glasses. My glasses are, everywhere.
0: This pair is particularly like the guy overly with the tight. Long wore glasses. <laughs> <laughs> this pair is like overly tight, so it like doesn't move at all but it also hurts like hell after the end of the day oh, yeah, so, Andrew wears glasses yeah. mm-hmm. i uh i'm looking forward to getting lasik sometime in the next couple of years my my prescription has been stable for a long time i'm I looking forward like a... to the
1: amazing future where they can give you a shot in your arm that fixes your
0: eyes <laughs> Because yeah, LASIK okay, is we're all horrifying. Looking, we're all looking forward to 2085, all right? So, there you are. <laughs> I <don't> want <laughs> to fix I, my yeah.
1: eyes, but I, LASIK is fucking scary.
0: LASIK <laughs> yeah. is awesome, man. And the, it's not even machines, permanent. The machines that make LASIK work are so cool. They're able to, like, track the movement In of In a your hypothetical,
1: not-my-eye to... not kind of way.
0: No, <laughs> no, 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 My no, no, one no, friend, no. They, the most awesome. that
1: she
4: experienced afterwards was, like, dry eye for a couple weeks. Yeah. It's
0: the dry eye, and they're like photosensitive. But like the, the 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 machine has a camera in it that tracks the motion of your eye to make sure that the laser beam doesn't uh, uh like hit the wrong part of your yeah, eye. Oh, you know, eye, like Dead Space like Two. Everyone's
3: favorite segment from Dead Space yeah, Two. Yeah, exactly. I that have part. never seen but anything the spike. from Dead Space Two except for that
0: segment, and I <laughs> wish yeah, I had. So mine. they made a machine that does that. So it'll track the way that your eye moves and just, like, make sure that it always puts the uh, laser beam where they want it to be. And only has a failure rate of you.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean,
0: it didn't work in dead space, but, you know, we don't live in in dead space.
4: In order to fix, like, glaucomas, they actually have to, like, sear a hole into Uh, the iris of your eye so that you can have liquid properly, like, filter (laughs) in and out Keith and I will not go for
0: eye surgery after this conversation. Yeah, I mean, conversation. It's not like the 1800s that they, like, like, <laughs> they just like. You think I thought about this already? They just took like one of those needle, like a sewing needle, and just heated up over the stove, and then just like <laughs> right in the eye to like get the glaucomas out. Cut. <laughs> Every- get them Everybody's immediately just like, never mind.
1: We'll fix their blindness. <sighs> we'll fix their blindness with leeches with on the eyes. <laughs> with leeches, <laughs> eye leeches,
0: eye leeches. Oh god, <laughs> like, like Steve-O. It.
4: Have you ever hmm. seen like those like cloudy areas with like the lenses, and they have to actually slide them out of the inner layer of the eye and stuff?
2: Nope.
4: That that's a weird surgery. Why are we it's, looking
3: at these things? It's
4: cataracts. Yeah, cataracts. Yeah, yeah. You can actually like take cataracts out. Point of
0: order. Eye. Fuck this conversation. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, I'm looking forward to getting LASIK because my <laughs> I don't like my glasses very much. They give me a headache. Um, and I wear them all the time, so ergo I have a headache 100% of the time I'm awake. And, uh, my prescription is only a negative two in both eyes, which, for people who don't know, is an incredibly weak uh, prescription, but it's also enough to make it so that you're useless without your glasses. Oh, it's and like, so Wander, how do you feel about neuromods? Oh, um... uh, we're talking about Observer now? No no, no, in, in Prey, Prey. you get neuromods
1: as your skills in the game, and you get them by injecting directly through your eye <laughs> yeah ah. it's a it's a, two, it's a thing that fits over your eye and and shoots out two needles directly into your eye so that they can reach your like your brain and actually give you these skills by basically dialing them into your brain. It's just, like, horrifying to think about how often your character's stabbing themselves in the eye over the course of the game.
4: But that doesn't make sense. Why would you, why would you have the needles go into the eyeball in order to access to your brain unless it's all visual input that's, magic. like, being programmed into your brain?
3: Yeah, this is... We're talking about a video game here, Shell. The secret is yeah. horrifying <laughs>
1: sci-fi magic tech. Yeah. It doesn't really make that much sense in world either, because over the course of the game, you use, like, I think I use, like, 100 neuromods or something, and the instructions for the neuromods say that you have to, like, put this thing over your eye for, like, five minutes per neuromod, and I'm like, that's... I I don't think I did that.
3: Yeah, there (laughs) was one section where I was, like, gleefully fabricating about 40 of them when I finally got the blueprint for it. Yeah, it's really easy to
1: do gleefully before when you're not thinking about it being a thing you inject through your eye.
0: Yep. Oh, here's a lovely picture. I guess I'm just going to use that bee. picture of dead
1: space as the thumbnail for this picture,
0: for this podcast at this point. It's a, it's a <laughs> bee on somebody's eyeball and they're stinging it. Huh? Stinging an eyeball? That's, that's got to be a Photoshop. Are
1: you looking up? You're looking at pictures of people's eyes being stung by bees.
0: I thought it would gross you out more than make you question my sanity. Well, like like the Japanese
1: hornet like going after somebody's eye or something like that? Like, Oh, giant those thing? things
0: are the worst. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's no, a Photoshop This conversation pictures.
1: doesn't bother me. It's just the the idea <laughs> of getting that surgery bothers me. Why? It's like how I can talk about sharks, but I don't want to be around a shark. That's the difference. So this conversation doesn't bother me at all. Oh. I'm just <laughs> like, mind. fuck you and your eye surgery. <laughs> no. Never mind, I'm bored now, then. My eyeballs... Yeah, you're not trolling me at all. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Never mind. You can't
1: just bring up... Like, like like some people in chat try to just bring up sharks. Like, I'm gonna be, like, set off. I'm like, no. It's fine. What's, I understand what a shark is.
0: <laughs> I just don't want to see one. <laughs> like, be what's in the real life. What's the
4: worst surgery everyone's had to have?
0: I've only ever had one surgery. Wisdom teeth? Wisdom teeth. Okay. Not a single one. I think they... <laughs> yeah,
4: he, he still has all his wisdom teeth.
1: I'm pretty um, sure my jaw pops because of that surgery.
0: Uh that's due to jaw tension, but yeah
2: i don't I don't yeah, think it happened sub-
0: before the surgery no what will happen if is uh after that surgery, your jaw will be very tense because your body will be recovering from it, and you'll keep your muscles really tight and if your muscles are in your like jaw muscles if if the muscles in your face are really tight, then it causes your jaw to pop when you open it, but if you like work on trying to relax your face. And like do like facial relaxation exercises. Are which you are telling me to relax? It's <laughs> like you're gonna more or less have to mail
3: in some teriyaki chicken I, for I that day. I think I've had
4: maybe three in my life. Two were associated with teeth. One being the wisdom teeth. The other one actually, mm-hmm. it was a stubborn baby molar. <laughs> my 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 family wanted to get me braces in middle school. You know, so I'd be on track to having straighter teeth. And they're like, wait a minute. This is still a baby molar. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't want to fall out. And it, it there was literally no way this thing was gonna fall out in the next like year or so. So they're like, Okay,
2: we're we gonna dig it, it out yeah. and
4: force the, the adult tooth under it to come up by like tying a chain to it and slowly tightening it every time you go in to get your braces adjusted. Huh. Uh, and the the good thing was I actually had the same surgeon that did that procedure do my wisdom teeth one and I wasn't under for that because having a family of dentists it's just I like being aware of everything that's going on and asking a lot of questions and stuff so yeah I had my I only had three wisdom teeth but I had them taken out I just had the novocaine that's used to like numb the surrounding areas but other than that yeah I just got up and out and it was perfectly fine. Yeah, my I think my brother and other friends. Somebody t- hates you right now. What? Sorry.
3: For your lack of dental yeah. issues. What do you
2: mean?
3: Weirdest oh. thing that
1: I just did a Q and A right before this, and somehow they both went back to my wisdom teeth. Like they asked me, "What's the worst drug you've ever done?" And then you ask, "What's the worst surgery?" And they're both the same event. Like the big, the worst drugs I've ever taken were from the surgery. <laughs>
4: I suppose, like, did you do laughing gas or something? Or what did they no. give you?
0: Laughing gas is completely ineffective. It's the most I worthless thing I tried that thing once ever. and I felt everything, yeah. but I couldn't yeah. respond. Laughing gas is couldn't... pointless. Uh, they, they, not...
1: put, they put me under with the whole, like, uh, they the whole joke with you where they tell you to count and you don't never actually reach the number they tell you to count to.
0: I'm amazed at how fast I... the, that
1: stuff puts <laughs> you out. I... I <laughs> so my worst drug I've ever put under, taken was either that ever. or the painkiller afterwards. I think it was just Vicodin (laughs) or something. And I was like, I'm afraid of this because of House. The show House told me that this drug makes you a drug addict.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't like the idea of being put under. I mean, obviously, if it's a really, really serious operation that I'll have to go under for, then sure, I will if I ever need that. But for that, I'm like, eh, I don't mind the drilling and the grinding and, you know, the...
0: Yeah, mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get myself teeth put hand. under for, no, they, like, they ripped my teeth basic out. dental stuff, oh. but, like, so you, you gotta I, get your put under for wisdom or... teeth removal. I have both of my teeth in a bag. Yeah, you can't... It, wisdom teeth removal is, like, serious oral surgery for a yeah. lot of people. You can't just, like, yank it out. Like, you have to, like, dig into the gum line to extract Yeah, it I had, and, uh... Mine were so, impacted. so after yeah. I came so out of that. it, all
1: I did was take one Vicodin that day, then never mm-hmm. again. And then I just gave the rest of them to my dad for a sciatica. Uh huh. Like here, you have actual pain problems. <laughs> I, they give me a whole bottle, and I'm like, "Fuck, do I do with these?" I'm already over this. My I face was weird me... shape, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: they sent me home and were like, "Just take, you know, six to eight Advil, and if you need yeah. any more six after to eight that." Advil. You know, yeah. we're only supposed to take like two at a time, mm-hmm. and like only up to six within 24 hours or something. Yeah, it was something like that, but.
2: So
0: I, I uh, when I get my wisdom teeth removed, I also had a dental post put in. Because uh, I basically was missing uh, one of my teeth. Uh, it just never grew. It just never appeared. Uh, mm. So they put in the post and um, it, and they took my wisdom teeth out in the same surgery. And uh, they, they put me under with like gas or whatever. And they were like, okay, countdown from 10. And before they put it on, I was like... I bet I make it to 7 and I didn't even make it that far. <laughs> I was like 10 9 8 and I was done. I was done by 8. <laughs> Actually, so I okay. I I remember I remember I woke up uh not during, not during after uh, after the surgery was done, I woke up and the nurse was wheeling me into another room and I had a conversation with her where I said something to the effect of. So, I bet a lot of people say some goofy stuff when they're uh, recovering from this, uh, from their surgeries or whatever. And she was like, Yep. And I said, <laughs> what, Not did me, what did you do? What did you say? I said not me though, and then I passed out again. <laughs> so I stuck to my word, <laughs> and also broke asleep. my. I broke my word and stuck to it at the exact same time. <laughs> anyway, so in the post uh, recovery period, uh, they gave me Vicodin. Uh, I took one Vicodin. And I was like, this is way too strong for the amount of pain I'm in. I'm just going to tough it out. And I didn't take any more of the Vicodin. And, um, but I was wrong about that because uh-huh. a couple days later, we discovered that I was allergic to, uh, titanium. Uh, the post that they put in was made out of titanium. Uh-oh. Wait, so... how, can,
4: how can you be allergic to titanium? Titanium is like hypoallergenic. Pretty rare.
0: It's pretty rare to be allergic to titanium, but I got it. My granddad uh, got his knee replaced, and his replacement knee was made out of titanium, and he rejected uh, rejected that. So it's like a genetic thing. Apparently, I'm. Did you have to get stainless steel
4: something else?
0: Uh, They did like porcelain or something like that. They did a ceramic. They they also replaced it for. They didn't use like goat teeth or something (laughs) like Washington. (laughs) <laughs> no 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 it, this isn't i didn't get the, my tooth put in like 300 years ago <laughs> so anyway i i go back they replace it for free or whatever i have to do the entire surgery again uh, for them to like remove it and replace well i mean it. i mean they didn't put the wisdom teeth back in <laughs> but, that's true they didn't put the wisdom teeth back in but i did i did say like i, I went <laughs> it was like five days later and they were like oh you're back i was like yeah and they were like all right you need to count to 10 and i was like one. Um, it was like <laughs> 10, 9, and I was out. I didn't beat my previous record. And I lost. <laughs> um, the, when the, this time I slept through the whole thing. I didn't wake up with the nurse or anything like that. Didn't even make so. your own leaderboard. No, no, I didn't. And uh, it was a million percent less painful. When I got something put in my mouth that I wasn't allergic to. (laughs) Mm. So I didn't even need like Advil. I was like totally recovered by about three days. I never experienced wisdom teeth
1: pain. I took one pill because they just said to. And I never Mm -hmm. took another one. And I just never experienced any sort of pain related to the entire ordeal. And it just never came in. But my brother Mm -hmm. experienced tons of pain. Because a fucking drugged version of him is an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> and he was, oh, like, stretching boy. his jaw and stuff like that after the surgery. Oh, I was like, I'm like, no. His, like, fucking up his all his stitches and stuff, and I'm like, what are you no. doing? No, stop. And, like, we're trying worst. to hold his jaw shut, but he's just an idiot. He was just this drunk, stupid, drugged idiot that was useless, <laughs> and he was yeah, not listening.
4: You could run into issues like dry socket and stuff yeah. if the blood doesn't coagulate properly and heal over.
0: uh huh this was the weirdest video game podcast we've ever done. <laughs> so uh, you know, we could just end the podcast here. We
3: just did the gross ass outro.
0: Yeah, what? but we also got another thirty minutes. So no, I know. We could we could top it with another thirty minutes of gross ass stories, or I can talk about the smorgasbord of games that I played in the past week. This is a new this is a new everything. experience
1: for birds playing video games.
0: And they're not <laughs> yeah. just the co. op are
1: not the multi. They're not just the multiplayer games that Wander plays.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I I think I played like five new games in a single week. Jeez, uh, something like that. I played. Word has um, issues. Uh, well, I'm looking for a very specific. I'm very picky right now. But anyway, I played. But, um, you, but
1: you're still going to upload them anyway, and they're just going to get canceled or something.
0: Uh, that's how I felt about Observer. So I played Observer. And Observer had all the makings of, like, a great series for me. And then, um, as soon as it got, like, too trippy, I basically found myself unable to say a damn thing. <laughs> I was just, like, I was, like, staring slack at the screen. Just, just being, perplexed. like, yeah, yeah, I was just like, um, alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk through the hallway now and look at the next weird-ass thing. Like, it just was not going anywhere, so I eventually just killed it. That was but, the, observer, um, the
4: story about the cop that is able yes. to shunt people's yeah. brains with his own like neural receptors thing. And-
0: basically, as soon as I got to Amir, I wasn't able to play it anymore and have a good good time with it. But holy crap, the first like 45 minutes, everything leading up to that was gold. That is a really cool game. There's a lot of polish. I just can't make a series out of it my audience um, just didn't give a shit about it like i've had two people i feel, haven't like, gotten my... any views either
3: nobody likes observer <laughs> i i was actually kind of super disappointed because i was like oh i want to play more of this and like mm-hmm. so you you couldn't commentate for that that section that was where i started to shine but that was episode three for me and like nobody gave yeah. a shit but like so specifically uh for amir he was mm-hmm. uh keith are you playing observer or no
1: I he will is, be, yeah. but I haven't had oh. a chance to touch it yet. But it's okay, probably so, going to be totally okay. my
3: jam.
0: Yeah, probably. it probably will be. So, you might be able to make it, pull it off. Mild
3: spoilers, probably not a big deal. But you're I'll going just, through a guy... I'm just that... going to take my headphones out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, that works. Yeah, so I don't really know if this is actually going to spoil it for him. But really. so, you know, you're going through Amir's <laughs> mind and he is a prisoner uh, mm-hmm. for quite some time. And as part of it, you know, the shower is a, a consistent theme. And, because everything's just been dirty grimy this entire game, I effectively just kind of snap, and I just start yelling unclean over and over and over. As I'm, like, charging Uh blindly for the shower, giving no shits about, like, (laughs) the meaning or any of this stuff. And I'm just like, UNCLEAN! (laughs) And I'm, like, spoorging into it.
0: My Observer series was, like, much the same way, where, um, like, I, I had the most fun of that game. Um, just like not taking it seriously and like talking to all the neighbors was the funniest experience I've ever done I didn't, you know there was there was this I one section swinging. where there's this in game video game right it's like the spider yeah. game yeah. yeah. so as soon as we launched into that I, I did this bit where I pretended that Daniel was a let's player so <laughs> I just started having him in the cyberpunk voice like let's playing the video game inside the game and no one's going to see it because no one's watching these videos, and I'm so proud of them. But nobody gives a shit about Observer.
4: Now, what's your standards for, like, no one? Like, what, what number, threshold is a no one who's um, watching this series?
0: Usually, usually if a series opens and the first video gets about 200 views, then I consider it, like, a, a success. This uh, the, first, the first one in this series got 40, which is really bad. That's a very low number for what I usually look for when I uh wanna like when I start a series. Yeah. The second video is already half of that. It's like, oh come on! This this is gold! This is such good videos. But no one cares about the game, so no one's gonna watch it. Really surprised the hell out of me.
4: you wanna summon Keith back?
0: Probably. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, this is it's a game that just there's no audience for it. It's weird.
4: Is it because it wasn't a well advertised game to begin with? No, it was wasn't. really only on Steam?
0: This game has absolutely no hype behind it. Um, and it doesn't present itself very well. Uh, it's very grimy. It's very dark. It's not colorful. Um, it's visually polished and incredibly uninteresting to look at. The biggest problem is that there's, like, two models of people in the entire game. Yeah. Oh. Like, I played for, like, three hours before I saw... Oh, not three hours. I played for an hour before I saw the third model of a human being. And I was like, ugh. This is not visually going to grab anybody. Does Observer have have horror aspects? Yes. It's a horror game.
4: Was there any combat, or were you just supposed to navigate... Without do know. You were...
0: There might be more combat, but it,
3: the parts that I played, there was no combat. As far as I know, there is no combat in the game. I don't think there mm. is. The The entire point of it is it's a, uh, it's a cerebral experience, which I appreciate. I, yeah. I don't like horror games where you're like, well, I do and I don't. I like horror games where you fight stuff, but it has to be the right kind of horror game. Otherwise, okay. it just ends up being uh, boring. I hate the yeah. feeling
4: of helplessness.
3: Yeah, you get like, have
0: a lot in this game.
3: I mean, the
1: last know, game was a game it. where you walk around in a mansion and look at weird paintings. Yeah,
2: that was Layers of Fear? Yep. Oh. Hmm. I
0: don't know, I, I like the- I, I, I wish that- I wish that the game would have been like a better series for me overall, because it had some really good potential, but I had to kill it after four episodes. Uh, how far uh, did you get with the wander? Did you end up killing the series? Or I, are you keeping strong? I, I, yeah, I, I stopped.
3: I have okay. Too many other things to play. Yeah, uh, and as much as I like, like the occasional horror game, yeah.
0: I can. Also I hope pass that on them. I hope that Keith plays it because I really want to experience the game. And I don't worry, watch audience. I it.
1: finish stuff.
0: I want <laughs> Keith play it, but I don't think that I would take the time to actually play it myself at this point. So the- Sad, amusing part for me is I decided
3: instead of cat, uh, in well, instead of uh, cat observer, quest. I picked up cat quest, which is sort of I, Cat I just quest, sort of. quest
0: of cats. It's like I, it looks like Retcheteer, looks like the exact same game as Retcheteer to me, except for the shopkeeper aspects, but everything I else asked, looks exactly like, like Retcheteer.
4: I was editing videos or doing something on the side, and I was just looking back at wander at one point because just all the cat puns are even too much for me and my <sighs> like word pun Perfume of wait,
3: cat Mostly puns? bad puns anyway yeah the entire game is a cat pun more or less i'm go like, wow,
0: going that's to buy perfect. this game <laughs> it's, it a
4: catastrophe oh day.
0: no maybe i'm going to pass catastrophe <laughs> aka the cat pun
3: because uh-huh. you notice it's a mobile port bird
0: uh, no, I heard catastrophe, and I was like, that is a little too low-key for me.
1: As a very uh, low-hanging fruit, as far as puns go. I mean, like, it's mute. the strawberry yes. of low-hanging fruit.
3: Yeah, this... There
2: is a muting today. These
3: fruits are... These fruit are underground. Like, these that's, are that's, potatoes. That was, that's, that's what strawberries are. Are, are they, they underground? underground? No, they're I've not. I've seen wild strawberries. strawberries they grow underground. underground. Yeah. I thought strawberries were hey, root you- fruits. No, No. do you go outside ever? I don't farm strawberries.
0: (laughs) You should start; it's fun. Strawberries are delicious.
1: Oh yeah, they're in little. You're right; they're in little bushes. Whoops. Well, it's nothing good.
0: It grows underground except for the humble potato, carrots, and even those kind of (laughs) suck.
1: But no, yeah, they are seed fruits, so it was stupid to think that they'd be underground. But they are like on the ground, like touching it, like they're like (laughs) the lowest fucking fruit ever. (laughs) True. So I was still right. Yep. I was just
3: stupid, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, so what is Cat Quest? It looks like a just a dungeon crawler game it's, with cat puns. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's a mobile game. It's just one of oh. the best like mobile ports I've ever played, which kind of caught cop- me mm-hmm. by surprise. With
4: too many cat puns. Mm-hmm.
3: Because like, I really was expecting it to be just atrocious, and I did it as a one-off yep. on the urging of one of my fans. And then it turned out to actually like not be half bad. It's got like... Mm-hmm. um. It's got kind of the same appeal as, like, the old-school Zelda, Zelda games combat-wise. Like, mm-hmm. you know, good positioning and uh, it also has, like, a dodge roll. So good positioning and rolling means you can more or less just beat beast the entire game. Uh, so I've just been kind of on a personal mission to uh, wreck things as much as possible and the puns actually kind of keep it fresh despite the fact that, you know, it's a so objectively terrible.
4: Isn't there some weird lore, like... There was a cat clan with dragon blood. Oh, yeah.
3: No, it's a, the sky. <laughs> oh, good
1: off of God.
0: <laughs> it is. Oh. At what point it does is... this just
1: become the Warriors' books?
2: They
1: yeah.
0: Ones?
4: Wait, do they, have, do they have some weird blood in them, too?
1: Well, I just mean, like, all the Warriors' books are just cats. That's just. This is just. those books about cat tribes.
4: Yeah, mm. but this one, they actually wear armor and are blacksmiths and. Guards, and there's a king that's a lion and stuff, so yeah,
3: who speaks? Oh, that makes sense. The king has kind of like a, a street <laughs> dialect, which is really bizarre. Really, what? Yeah,
0: <laughs> so that doesn't make sense. He
3: uses like nothing but He's slang. Got that and lion just like, swagger. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like don't the Fall know... 3 picture I sent you, Bird. <laughs> I fun. don't know how to like react oh, to half uh... the shit that happens in the game. I'm just like. I keep getting caught off guard. I'm not a furry, Keith. (laughs) I'm (laughs) not not a furry.
1: furry. I've just been sending bird shit ever since the stupid EDF conversation about furries because I have stupid shit I've found. One amazing (laughs) one is like, it's the beginning of Fallout 3 where where Liam Neeson's all like, your mother would have been so proud looking down to you as a baby, but instead it's like... Oh, that
3: was Liam Neeson. I always forget that. Yeah,
1: but he's got like gray, like split down the middle anime hair that goes down to your cheeks and stuff like that length anime hair and then he his entire head is just he's just like a fox wolf man thing like it's just a horrifying mod for for fallout 3 that replaces the character with furries and i'm like here you go
0: yeah he sends it to me this is (laughs) yours (laughs) now
1: well you said that you like you you said uh you said i returned observer and my response was your mother would have been so
0: proud in the form of that image (laughs) it's just a horrible horrible picture. Yeah, so the other games I've been playing, I played um Ken Falls the Pillars of the Earth, which is um It's interesting. I, I uh, again what it's is a game it? cuz like they sent me a key for it and I'm just like it's a point-and-click ooh. adventure game. It's a point-and-click okay. adventure game, but it's set in the mostly like, it's it's also a historical novel. Hmm. And it's um I have posted it in the chat. Incredibly <laughs> well written. It's very well written. It's so well written that I respected too much to play it. Because <laughs> I was trying to make fun of it. I mean, it's one thing to make fun of like a medieval fantasy world where it's like, Hat, your elves are stupid. It's another thing to make fun of a medieval fantasy world when it's like, Hat, you're giving birth in the middle of the woods. Yeah. The, um, the,
1: the, the, the game actually opens up with a woman who is clearly super hyper-pregnant, and is walking through the woods with their family in the snow, trying to get the next village so their dad, the dad can find a work so they can actually support their family. It's like it's mm-hmm. the least joke, joke worthy situation it's, ever.
0: I know it's and it's the writing it's is so like, humble and the characters are so lovable that it's like I can't make fun of this. It's <laughs> it would be too like, good.
3: <laughs> it'd be like trying to make fun of Banner Saga.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
3: can make
1: fun of. I have a I have a vector for making fun of Banner Saga if we want to talk about that. Sure. Do you have to make
2: fun well, sure of the games you play, or yes. is it just Bird the style does. that? Yes, Bird
0: does it's the only thing nature. people will watch if I do. <laughs> if I if I don't make fun of the games, then people won't watch it. This is a thing I've learned, and weird that now you'd that I've capitalized B- on it, my channel is exploding. So <laughs> it's
1: weird that you would mentioned Banner Saga. So I was literally rearing yeah. up to talk about like how I just I did my I did my like my first unboxing on the channel basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I got my indie box cause they, uh, they contacted me about sending me a box and I was like, I only, uh, like if you send it to me, I'm just going to be honest. And they called my bluff and they actually sent it to me. So I'm like, I guess I'll unbox this. And okay. Hmm, so what they do is they do special editions of indie games. So you can get yeah, a hey, box special edition. For,
3: yeah. They offered me one for uh, hollow Knight, and then I didn't find the email until like two months later. I'm like, <laughs> Shit.
1: Oh, no! that's, that's, that's sold out too. Uh, like it's gone yeah. forever. Uh, they what are, would it have come with? If I were to judge it based on Hollow Knight... Cool if I were to judge it based on uh, the Banner Saga Collector's Edition, uh, they're not of high quality. Oh. So if all you want is a box that has the game, a game disc, like a DRM-free, actual, old-school CD-ROM... or, or dvd rom like, playable game disc of a, vi- of a video game, you get that, and you get a soundtrack... So those two things are good. That's that they did that part right. It's in a box, like a proper Xbox One slash PS4 style, like like the new squishy, the new boxes that are like shorter now than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you get a proper video game box. So if that's all you want, then you get that. Uh, the collector's edition, though, it was like a big old box that was shaped. It looked like a book. Like a, it, it was made, made to look like a tome, because in Banner Saga, there's that one varl that's writing the entire story into his book the entire time. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you open it up, and you find out that the majority of the box is taken up by the plastic casing to make the little figurines sit in place. Uh-huh. And the figurine is a two-part bust. One is a pedestal, and one is the actual, like, statue part of a varl character that is, like, the story writer person in the story, in the game. So it's just a bust of him like no arms. Like it's like this is one of those busts where like it's even the arms are like chopped off. So it's just like a head and sort of a torso. Yeah. But it's uh-huh. like it's like spongy rubbery like squeak toy material. Yeah. And the two this fit together, the two fit fit together <laughs> via like an o-ring like like lock thing where you what have to, is like like a sp-
0: plumbing fixture?
1: Like well, like Jeez. that thing where like one of them has like a plug and the other one has a hole and you have to fit them together. But like they're uh-huh. so squishy and rubbery that like I I passed it among my I passed it between all of my roommates one by one to see if any of them could get them to stick together. And no one could because <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally like it you try to push them together and they both give. So neither of them will latch around the other one because the whole thing is just bending and flexing when you're trying to put it on. But mm-hmm. like the figurine itself kind of just looks bad. It's rubbery mm-hmm. and cheap and you can see all the brush strokes of like the hastily done like let's paint the texture on this figurine stuff that was done in some factory somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. The figurine, the the base of the thing is supposed to have like the intricate drawings that go on the giant stones you see th- everywhere in Banner Saga, but it's like really smeary. Mm-hmm. And like, it looks like somebody like tried to make something in Play-Doh and then like <laughs> used a little like, like they use like a paper clip to like carve etchings into it. And then it got smeared yeah. because someone squeezed it a little bit like that's what it looks like is like the etchings are kind of fading away and losing detail already and like it's just a it's like a it 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 really just seems like a it would be like a dog chew toy if it wasn't probably toxic for them <laughs> <laughs> so like really the as far as I can like so like as a collector's edition this seems like a pretty pitiful offering as a if as a boxed copy of a non-drm thing it's like that's kind of cool i guess but then you have to deal with the fact that like like they're they going to send Water Hollow Knight one, right? The Hollow Knight one, uh, I looked at their Reddit and people were complaining because the Hollow Knight got a major update after that was sent out. So like this, per, like the problem with going back to physical media for any reason other than just collectors. Like if you're okay. planning on actually playing it, you're you're playing a like a, a fixed in time version of the game. So like when all this new oh. stuff comes out, you don't get any of it.
0: <laughs> oh, that sucks
1: you're playing a disc version they send you a steam version but that just shows how backwards this entire system is is that the the, uh if you buy a game a game via IndieBox, it comes with a steam code which is probably what you'll actually use instead of any of the stuff in the box otherwise you're like look i have a disc with a soundtrack and i have a manual isn't that isn't that like novel i have a manual for a, a, a digital video game and that's like at best, I like, at, at best all I can come up with for a value of this thing would just be that like it comes with a manual and a soundtrack. <sighs> wow! But, but they're kind of expensive. I mean, like, there's I yeah. think there's better vectors to get to acquire these things. So like it only really has mm. value for like people to just have a lot of money and they just want to fill their shelf space with indie games. But just the general mm-hmm. concept of indie games because it's it's like a loot crate thing where you have to subscribe to it like you subscribe to it and then you just get some indie game that they chose for that month that you had no part in and didn't necessarily know about in advance unless you're checking their website constantly and but even then you'd have to like unsubscribe every month they don't have something you want and resubscribe over and over again cuz like it's such mm-hmm. a it's something that begs to be a storefront as opposed to a subscription service but they can't be. But, a, but it can't be a storefront because they're almost they're almost certainly using that strategy that that t shirt printers do, where they do a run of something
4: limited. Yeah, yeah. So like it, it
1: sucks. Can, yeah, so that's why it's a, not mm-hmm. a storefront, but instead is a subscription service because they just do a limited time run and they make an amount mm-hmm. based on how many people are subscribed, and then they they sell the overstock at at increased prices in their store. But that
0: stuff's even more expensive. Yeah, like I can. See, anyway. Not- Let's so see. other games that I played this last week, because there's still more. Yeah. <laughs> I also uh fired up a series of an old old favorite of mine that is something I thought like I, I wanted to wait for the right, right time to play it. But I'm playing I started a series on uh Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. <laughs> which uh if you I watched any, do, you play that
1: for about thirty seconds, and the standout thing was that your child was talking to you, and they morphed into a different character so they could animate.
0: Yes. So if you don't know, it's a parody of Final Fantasy games, and the entire uh, premise is that it takes place in um, the post-apocalyptic world uh, where uh, basketball is outlawed. And you have to play as uh, Charles Barkley on a path of redemption after he <laughs> caused the apocalypse to happen during the Space Jam. And it's oh. in the Final Fantasy game. Come and, on and uh, jam. It's, it's really, really awesome. It's such a good game. It's so funny. And it has not aged well because the technical problems that went into making it work were astounding to me. But it's also like a nine-year-old game maker game, so I guess I should have seen that coming.
2: So yeah,
0: I think that pretty much wraps up all the games that I've played. Um, you just have to kind of watch a little bit of Charles Barkley to understand what makes it so great. But by premise alone, it's like this is sounds like um, a, a, a bizarre choice. That somebody would come up, and
2: it sounds like something Charles... that somebody
0: would come up with when they're in the middle of like a fever dream. Is <laughs> Charles Barkley
4: Charles Barkley a real individual?
0: Yes, Charles. All the all of the characters in the game are <laughs> '90s basketball stars. Oh. so Charles Barkley is the main character. the 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 main nemesis of the game is Michael Jordan, and oh. uh, you. Uh, you have to go on a quest with LeBron's James, uh, <laughs> his his great great grandson. No, LeBron's James, his great great grandson, to like redeem Charles Barkley for the sin that he committed when he uh, caused the apocalypse by slam dunking too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I uh... am not making up a single detail of anything I just said. By the way. Yep. is 100% percent a factual description of the plot
4: I wonder how many other games you. featured like actors or sports stars that were just none
0: of them. blown out of proportion none
3: of them in this manner <laughs> I don't think you can sell that. yeah like I don't think they can sell Jack Charles Fu? Barclays oh well, well mm-hmm. that was like a product tie-in where the product yeah. was just Shaq yeah,
1: yeah but he's still like I think he is a post-apocalyptic warrior in that game Oh, maybe.
2: Mm-hmm. Also,
1: they made it. A, they also made Shaq-Fu A Legend of Reborn, which is, that's amazing that
0: that's a <laughs> real what the hell thing. Is this? They made a sequel to Shaq-Fu? Yeah, it's coming out for the Switch. What? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I want to like, play that. Like, in
1: Shaq-Fu, you play as Shaquille O'Neal and fight demons in the post-apocalypse and stuff like that, so like...
0: Oh, okay. It's basically like that. People thing. have made people official products
1: one... that are like this.
4: People are saying there's one for 50 cent.
0: Yeah, but well, 50, oh, well, 50, yeah, 50 Cent Blood cent on the Sand. Blood on the Sand is an amazing entry. Yeah.
1: Because that was supposed to be like it, the entire thing is like a grudge match over like some dude stealing like a diamond you liked or something like that. Like it's just like
0: What? Oh, the promo art for Shaq Fu, a legend reborn. <laughs> what? What is this? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, I need to buy a switch. <laughs> oh Holy my. shit, that's actually like really cool looking.
3: So it's Shaq It, it looks like they hired Kung the Fu? Street Fighter guys to like just It looks it's a lot so, like Street
0: Fighter 4. It it looks a lot like Holy Street sh- Fighter 4. Yeah man, this game Gosh, looks really good. His proportions are the best part of it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like we should do like a Shaq Holy race. Shit. Yeah, we should do.
0: We, that would be
3: great.
4: There, there has Did to you be video his, games made out there. That'll for That'll work the out Rock, just as right? well as
1: our previous attempt at a uh, Sonic Adventure race.
0: Yeah, well, that was a bad, terrible, terrible mistake. Look at yeah, well, Shaquille O'Neal's trapezius muscles. Well,
1: the game oh. was supposed to be bad. We didn't, inter- but we didn't anticipate uh, wa- Wander's disabilities. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's right. He wasn't able to like every make video it to the game first we level. play has
1: to go through the wander check of whether or not he can biologically handle playing it. Yeah, I got <laughs> so right. sick
3: playing that. It was awful.
1: Yeah. Wait, we, we we played one level and he was already
3: he gets sick,
0: nauseated so, really easily.
3: Yeah, um, Sonic Adventure DX on the PC. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but the combination mm-hmm. of all of its technical horrors mm-hmm. more yeah. or less made it completely barf tastic. I'm yep. trying to
4: think of if if I've ever encountered a game that made me feel sick. Never. I I know that they always have those warnings, right. especially on the old discs about you know be wary that you know you can experience seizures playing these. And this was on well, like nicely older that's, Republic. That,
2: that, that's, and I'm
4: going.
1: That comes down to whether or not you're epileptic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's just people who can't watch flashing lights ever, mm. forever. Period. That which is why video games often don't do those anymore, but a lot of YouTubers never got the uh, hint, because a lot of YouTubers, will, uh, for their jokes, will have like a flashing light on their whole screen. I'm like, why, though? Yeah, that's oh. so mean. I'll never do, like, Also, Shaq things. Fu Legend Reborn is be- being developed by a company called Big D's.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. B-I-G-D-E-E-Z. Actually,
4: actually, it was really hilarious when we were playing Guild Wars 2 the other night and doing some personal story stuff, and... Wander had turned Tremors off, like for camera shake, but
0: I the, the, the
4: screens wigged out when we were having like oh. mini Tremors, and I'm like, I've never experienced this before in this game. <laughs> this is weird. Like, the camera was just all over the place.
1: China. Mother to a thousand heroes, but prophecy tells of one Chinese warrior that outshines all others—an orphan boy raised by a peasant, <laughs> trained by a master. He will fight powerful adversaries all over the planet and eventually save I... the whole friggin' Ooh, world.
3: Boy,
0: what? Is, oh my god! Is the backstory god. for
1: Shaquille O'Neal's game? <laughs> I've
0: oh, what? I've never wanted to play a new game more than I want to play Sha- That Sha- is Sha- hilarious. sequel Chinese Warrior Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 man. (laughs) He's he's the last Kung Fu (laughs) Mirai. Kung Fu Mirai.
4: Wait, what? That's not even a...
1: I'm making fun of the white guy from being the star of uh, Last Samurai.
0: Oh, my God. Like,
1: The Last Uh... Samurai starring... Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's like, wait, oh. what?
4: Well, th- their whole sh- story with that was that he was one of the American soldiers that was trying to bring well, industrialization. He, a, isn't he supposed to be Japan. the same
1: guy from? Isn't he supposed to be the same character that Neo is based on? Or that... Nio? the video game? Oh, yeah, with, yeah. Like, William Man. <laughs> William <Yeah>. Man. Uh... <laughs>
4: <laughs> Except. Wait. You know, William was like back in the William like way man. before the eighteen hundreds, right? So that wouldn't have been right because
3: I didn't read too far into any he was of like these things. Post yeah. William Adams. Oh man. So uh, do you guys mind a topic change?
0: what uh sure this is probably the, be the bioware came to out to today about.
3: saying they're going to uh they're they're not going to be developing mass effect andromeda anymore no more fixes no more patches no dlc no nothing they're just done hot it. dropping it they're, they're just hot dropping it it's yep. probably for the best yeah probably but they like, probably shouldn't uh, make sequels either i i was i was reading the uh i was reading the press release and then you know the discussions about it and people were like Laundry listing just major game breaking bugs and plot holes that I like, <laughs> yep. never even heard of. And I was just like, Yep. He really just didn't finish that game. No. Um and my so favorite part only... is
1: if you're nice to Jol even once in the entire game, he just try he takes you to his family home and then straight to his bedroom and tries to fuck you. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and he's bisexual now, so it'll happen to every player. And it's like, this is really awkward, because I did not come on to you and this is happening. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Like but, I did not progress a, a, any sort of loyal uh,
3: uh,
1: romance like series of conversations, but here we for are. Me, I,
3: for me, I guess I, I bring this up because uh, most recently, uh, No Man's Sky updated again, and we were you know big on talking about that. And I'm actually like feeling pretty positive about that because they're you know actually still developing in the game and making it better. And it's just fascinating watching like mass effect which was kind of unassailable for years mm-hmm. uh as like the bastions of like you know the pinnacles of gaming uh, it's a and franchise like where
1: literally every sequel was heavily criticized and the original game was heavily criticized it's just yeah, now they like, made an objectively bad product yeah. yeah
3: but like you know everybody was super hyped for this and it comes out and it's just like well this is just a turd and for both of them and i'm just watching no man's sky slowly like peter onwards and i'm like i will be right someday
4: it makes me wonder how Anthem's going to turn out i don't think you out. will
1: though
3: it's i mean
1: it's better yeah i mean you you like the original no man's sky too though
3: i liked it cuz i you could you already just shut liked off. it
1: yeah that's true you also you you also have a constant <coughs> defensive games of being like it's a game i literally don't pay attention to and like okay <laughs> i mean sure
3: it's up there know. with like it's better with friends I'm like yeah all games are well, <laughs> there are some games that like absolutely should be played with friends though like take EDF for example it's fun on its own but like if it were oh, for you God. guys I probably would have never played that much
1: getting yeah, down really and stuff like that in own, EDF in is opinion. miserable
3: <laughs> well part of it is playing solo uh, cranks the difficulty down like so when we're playing EDF together all the monster all the uh, all the I guess monsters yeah sure why not Everything we're fighting Mm -hmm. has like three times as much health and more damage. Whereas if you're playing solo, there's no level limit on your weapons. There's no armor limit and everything has lower HP. So you can more or less just burn through things real quick.
1: The problem is just that EDF has like straight up left for dead mechanics for co-op. And if you play it solo, it's like, oh, I guess I have to get out of this. And that's just less fun than like somebody shoot this web down. I'm fucked and stuff like that.
3: <laughs> then we immediately just turn the co-op missiles on Bird. Because yeah. that's how it works. Uh, womp uh, womp. Uh,
1: yeah, Mass Effect. Oh boy.
0: Yeah, you're right. Like, though the, the, Every single entry has been pretty well criticized. At yeah. Mass Effect, like... I did not hear so anything about but it, praise for 2
3: and that pissed me yeah, off cuz I didn't Mass like two. 2. I didn't so think about two it, like all. just the spirit so
0: of the game like Mass helps Effect 2 on despite it's the fact that in retrospect if you look at it like ah oh, it's so flawed Mass Effect <laughs> 2 everything was the game about
1: it. Mass Effect 2 was the game that got constantly praised by outsiders but everyone yeah. who mm. played but a huge chunk of the people that played the Mass Effect series already before that game mm. were like this game is fucking up everything about Mass Effect. And the people yep. who uh, were coming in from the outside, it's like, oh, yeah, this game's great. And you go, yeah, play Mass Effect 2 and 3, just skip the first one. I'm like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> that's my favorite to be game. That's fair, like my Mass Effect 2
0: had an amazing ad campaign behind the it. Mass Effect 1 it is was like, marketed my, it's like one of my well. favorite
1: games of all time. And I'm like, everyone's like, yeah, just skip that one. Just start with 2. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> that's not okay. But the best case scenario for Mass Effect, because I know EA is going to make more of it sooner or later, they're going to revive it. The best case scenario is that they just don't make a sequel to Andromeda and we can just (laughs) pretend it never happened. Because it's literally (laughs) a different universe. We never have to acknowledge it ever again. Andromeda 2 would be a disaster because there's nothing to build on. There's nothing to build on. The story went... I finished the game. The story went nowhere. Like There's no interesting ideas really posed by it. The villain is literally just the reapers again they're just they're just another they're just another alien race that takes genetic material from its foes and destroys them so that it can improve itself Mm -hmm. and i'm like how the fuck did you go to a different universe and make the same story again that was Mm -hmm. that defeats the entire point of even bothering to do that it's like how it's like how uh like I, I had a I had a huge rant in Andromeda during an episode at one point because I encountered a mushroom and I scanned it, and the description told me how much it's totally not a mushroom, and I'm like this is the this is this is what the entire game did. this is a metaphor a microcosm of <laughs> the entire game is doing the same crap from the last game all the way down to the plot points, but shittier and more boring and more derivative and more uninspired and more badly paced and spread out but calling it different and new. No one can shut up about how it's a brave new world and everything's so different, but not only is it just the same races as before, plus one, but also all the races are more boring and the same because the game has Solarians, Turians, Krogans, and humans, but what it really means is it has humans and Krogans. Because the Salarians <laughs> and Asari and Turians are just humans now that look different. They don't behave any differently. No one even acknowledges that Salarians only live for 40 years. That's just not even a topic of conversation. Like, Nassari don't have any weird mind-melding things going on. Like, they don't even acknowledge it. It's like as if Vulcans... It'd be like as if you watch Star Trek, and Vulcans and Klingons were completely indistinct from humans. Which, if you're talking about, like, race relations in real life, like, that's an ideal situation. But for a fictional universe, it's boring as shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and it's like so all the game did was copy paste the old game and be more boring at it and then keep calling it and and relentlessly call it new over and over again it's so it's just distressing
4: I think it ties back into the whole no one really wanting to take risks anymore they figure that it's a safe bet just to try to rehash what they already have established is successful risks are
3: scary like and... I, I kind of understand it <laughs> but
1: yep It's not even just that, it's that EA is a terrible, terrible company, and they're directly responsible for this nightmare in a way that isn't usually entirely true. Like, people love to blame publishers for what goes wrong in development all the time, and and it's often not really true. But in this case, it more or less is, because they mandated a sequel that nobody wanted to make... Put a company mm-hmm. on, made a sub company, and ma- designed them to be the ones to do it. They weren't prepared for doing it. They made them, they made them, force them via mandate to make the game in an engine not made for RPGs in the first place. And then when mm. the company, and then when the project kept falling apart, they just kept forcing it to continue instead of canceling it when they should have years ago. And they kept just throwing more resources at it and keep and keep giving it deadlines, and then eventually just had to ha- come come out. So at some point, you're so focused on just making a game that runs at all and even plays that you're just you're slashing every ambition you ever had about the project. You're removing all the features from it. And at some point, you're like, oh, shit, we need a story. <laughs> and so you just hastily construct a universe and story later in the development because you you it has to have one. It's an RPG. But like you've been working so long and making the game even run that like it's and the whole thing's a disaster. Like it's just going to be boring. And so it, it, it stinks of every yeah. single publisher mandated sequel we've had where like Gears of War four was like, we're not going to have, everything's different now. Marcus already defeated the Locust. It's all over now. But then midway through the campaign, because the robots are so boring that you're fighting, they give up and bring back the Locust and Marcus. And like, everybody knows like Gears, uh, Halo had like the most famous, Halo has one of the best sets of enemies ever designed for a shooter. Like, they're iconic, and they're perfect. And then they made a fourth game after the whole War of the Covenant was over, and they're like, uh, robot monsters? And it's the most boring game ever, because they had because they were required to make a sequel under a deadline without having ideas of how to fill it out. And this is the same thing again. Like, they just they're like make a sequel to this thing. You have no time to actually, like, dream about what it should be. And so it's just going to be a game that doesn't consist of dreams. It consists of checklists and again stuff that had to be made so that a a product could be shipped at a deadline and it's just boy oh boy that's not how science fiction should live
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah because you're trying to like pioneer new concepts and such and having a new ip i think would be more beneficial and working around that than trying to expand upon one where that's the problem though they can't make a
1: new ip because they don't have ideas like the sequel didn't happen like that's the problem is video games are supposed to happen when somebody has an idea either a story or a series of mechanics they want to expand on and that's going to be the point of making a sequel but that's not how this happens what happens is basically the publisher commissions a sequel by this date Mm. here's your time limit here's your resources Make it happen, and, and so if you don't have ideas, too yep. bad. You still have to mm-hmm. make the game based on no ideas, and that's how you that's get these how... incredibly garbage products that shouldn't exist.
0: That's how work for hire works. You, uh, like, you Halo
1: Four monkey. was <laughs> so boring. It was the first Halo game I haven't even beaten because <laughs> so I was like, I can't. I've, Wait, I've loved every game so Halo far, 4? and I can't. No. There's a Halo Five.
2: Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Halo
1: Halo 1, 2, 3, O, D, (laughs) S, T, Reach 4, 5. And I played all the way up until the first two missions of of 4, and I'm like, I can't. This isn't Halo anymore. It's just some really boring government, like I almost said government mandate, uh, publisher mandate product that just shouldn't exist.
2: (laughs) Government
0: mandate? (laughs) Government (laughs) mandate. The United States orders more Halo.
4: You will make a video
0: game to the glory of America. I don't know why it's German, (laughs) but there you go.
4: Now let what? me get this straight. Like, to whom it are all like the funds and the money going to? Is it the publisher, and then they redistribute it to the company that makes it? Because I don't see why a company Probably. would just want to I... break away mm. from a publisher, create a game that they want to make, and then find one that sure, like they might not have the clout that EA so does. So publishers but if they can...
1: absorb the risk more or less, right? Mm. Like right now uh idos montreal i think is the name of the company are the people that make hitman and they made hitman uh this season pass hitman that came out under the umbrella of square enix now mm-hmm. they're making the next hitman on their own because they were basically fired from square enix for the last one not going well it now they have a specific budget that that is their own money and so on and like they if they don't make a game that is properly successful they don't have a company anymore and they have right. to right. fire everybody so that's why, uh, that's why War companies want exist. publishers. Yeah. Generally, is that, and that's why, like, that's why you see, uh, Double Fine keeps kickstarting like every project they make, and and the people that make, uh, uh, Necropolis and Shadowrun games, like they kickstart every single game they make because they Even they're no trying to set bankrupt. it up so they preemptively have the money. Because if they don't preemptively <laughs> yes. have the money, then if the game doesn't do well they just spent two years working on a game that makes their company go bankrupt and then everyone loses their jobs.
0: Yep, yep. that is how it works.
3: Okay, well, shall we end this? Because apparently my setup is falling apart over here.
0: Oh, That's okay. fine.
3: Yeah, I That's gotta put fine. On because apparently my audio is destroying itself.
0: Hooray! Yeah, tips for a brand new game designer. Start small. There you go, there's the oh, answer. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Do not...
1: If you don't know how to make a game successful, do not just make your own project and put all your money into it. <laughs> yeah. Spoiled boy. Oh boy. The, Either start work the, on the, some you need to work on something that'll game, basically be free. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. Make it a tiny project that'll basically be free and you don't need it to succeed for your cellular life to continue. And then try to use those as resumes to get hired by a company that can actually let you work in a situation right. where you aren't risking your ass every minute. And then when you have like yep. ten years of experience, you can to do this crazy shit where people just break free. I'm like, I'm gonna make red barrels, we're just gonna make out last. We don't have any resources, fuck it. And they nailed it because they <laughs> and they nailed it because they knew how. Yep, like all of today's right. successful indie game companies are almost exclusively companies that already knew how to make successful games beforehand via their experience in the AAA industry.
0: Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. We're at the end of the podcast, we're talking about something serious. Who has a gross story? Oh, I got one. Yay! Um, we
3: so my mother was in town visiting, and um, and so my mother likes hiking, so I took her out on a on a nature trail thing.
2: Oh uh, I know what you're
4: gonna say.
3: And so I'd say halfway through, well, we come we, across sh- flowers Shell,
2: and bugs sh- everywhere.
3: <laughs> we don't need to hear the details apart this. We Listen, find Shell doesn't like turd. other
1: people finishing stories.
3: She's going to tell you guys about every every flower and tree <laughs> we found. But so the we thrill. find a a giant wet turd in the middle of the we path
4: and there are butterflies all about it
3: all over it and uh-huh. it was fascinating because I didn't know butterflies really go for shit but they did <laughs> and so hmm. we walk up on the, uh, we walk up on them and effectively clouded butterflies it would have been pretty if they weren't you know, standing in shit seconds before. And then they start landing on us, and then we have oh, no, shitty <laughs> butterfly footprints all over but, but, but
0: then
4: the turd was moving.
3: Yeah, they're also they're also dung beetles. And I'd they were starting to roll little before.
4: balls out of it.
3: Shitty butterflies. Yeah. Well, and the
4: one butterfly, it wouldn't get off my hand. Oh yeah, she was, and it was being like,
3: nibbled on by a butterfly.
4: Like, the butterfly proboscises when they're like dabbing it all over your skin, just feels like all like a clammy wet needle or something but they're not needling you they're just sort of like lightly tapping you and then i had to run away from them because they wouldn't stop landing on me
0: i guess i got (laughs) what i expected (laughs) and asking you shall receive type of thing also i was listening (laughs) to this
1: entire story while watching the video you sent me birds so this has been a very weird few minutes
0: hey somebody (laughs) told me to send you that he sent me furry force from college humor (laughs) Somebody told me force? to send you that as a revenge for all the furry stuff you've been sending me. Anyway, this arms you have any can only end poorly for us. <laughs> if you have any questions for 4Nerds... Oh, we didn't do um, any questions. We haven't done any questions for like three podcasts, oh, so... It's too late.
3: My, my setup mm-hmm. has been breaking for the past ten
0: minutes. I'm like trying to steer us towards an end. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Anyway, um, if you have questions, send them to 4Nerds at gmail.com. And uh, we'll probably read them eventually. We should probably catch up on our backlog. I'm sure we have a ton of questions now. We'll
1: probably just have another Q&A episode at some point where we just burn through them again.
0: It worked out well.
1: But yeah. um,
2: Oh no. Thanks for watching everybody. The Megazord. What? (laughs)